0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast, episode forty-five. As always, I'm James.
1: As always, I'm Jared Scott. Hi, guys. Somebody's making brownies. I'm Joseph King. <laughs> for our for our intuitive listeners, Joseph ripped a big ass. Sorry. That was not that was not <laughs> a no, big it, fart. It wasn't
2: big. It was like one of those like like little like five-year-old farts, like they go.
0: That was a tiny, unimpressive
2: fart.
0: I'm disappointed. I I have my headphones turned up. Let me
1: turn them down because maybe it sounded really loud. And you were like six feet away from
2: it. Where's my snare? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Slim Shady.
0: So,
1: yeah, for our listeners tonight, we have absolutely nothing planned uh, for this podcast. We're just going to get on and begin our conversations with whatever the fuck we want to talk about. And the first thing we want to talk about today is stimulus checks have arrived. Well, have they guessing. arrived? Has anybody gone? I, I received ours. Oh, you did? I did.
0: It's I know pending so, in my account currently. We're supposed so. to get
2: one this weekend. Yes. But, uh, uh, so, cool, I can get my fence fixed, finally. <laughs> hey,
1: congrats. You know, we're going to do house leveling shit. There you go. Yeah.
0: We James? can spend this money irresponsibly. Is for that some a responsibility? people For some people. Yeah. I think but the, for the others, shit we're doing is really responsible. For others, we will spend it responsibly and actually get some shit done, right? We yeah. have spring break coming up, so that's exciting.
1: Are we going to talk about the fact that it's a $1.9 trillion bill and only like eh, $200, 400000000000 is actually going to the people? Or are we just going to gloss over that and talk about the fact that it's- tonight we're watching There's Something About Mary and we've moved on from Adam Sandler to Ben Stiller?
2: Oh, Ben Stiller. Who looks a lot like a friend of ours.
1: <laughs> and speaking of our friend of ours, we love you. Aaron. Come to us. We Aaron. do miss
0: you, Aaron. We wish you were here.
1: <laughs> and Aaron's not with us tonight because uh, he's doing the one thing that we pride ourselves in every single day, and that's being an awesome dad. Yeah, he's being a good that's dad right. tonight. He's, he's being he's, a great he's dad He's got tonight. the
2: kiddos tonight, can't make it. And while we, uh, three assholes, uh, just basically neglect our family for <laughs> two hours while we drink alcohol and <laughs> be idiots two, in microphones. Two hours? I don't know. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> let's do it. Okay. I, so today our goal is to, it's what? It's 10 o'clock now. Our goal is to stop at 1.30. We're gonna give you that. a three-hour no, no, podcast. That ain't happening. It's not, it's not did happening.
0: we bring the DMT?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, we did not. All right. No, um, Darn. So, James, what are you doing with your stimulus money?
0: Oh, I have no idea. I just wanted to sit in the bank for as long as possible. <laughs> I
2: don't know why. I just thought about that <laughs> Chappelle episode, like where they asked uh, Eddie Griffin's character in the in the dice championship where they were like, "What? What did you do with your earnings?" I bought my mom a new car, and I spent the rest on PCP. (laughs) All right, loves his mama, loves PCP. Didn't he buy a baby too? There's like a baby. (laughs) No, no, he said. said, Oh, I want his baby in a dice game. No, he said. He said, uh, "Let's go. I got bitches to kiss, babies to kiss, or bitches to catch, or babies to kiss. And when I leave, come together like butt cheeks." (laughs) I never understood what that meant. What should I spend the money on?
0: Help me out. Uh, okay,
1: so is this is this literally just money that it, it is a essentially a windfall amount?
2: I did find out like, we're getting three hundred dollars, yes. three hundred fifty dollars a month even after the stimulus money for Ellie for a year. Yeah, that's a thing,
1: and yeah, uh, that's that's a new thing that they're doing. And okay, so the Treasury Department hasn't exactly it decided it. Well, it's okay, so it's a, it's an addition to the child income tax credit. Mm-hmm. So it used to be two thousand dollars, and now children from zero to age six they get uh $350 or $3600 $3, for the fiscal year and children from seven or 6 to 17 they receive 300 or $3000 so they're looking at doing checks either every single month or whatever the treasury can can push out um that's going to be half of that 3600 so you'll get if you elect to you'll get $1800 in cash payments or you can defer and just apply it all to your twenty twenty one tax.
0: When is that going to be dispersed?
1: Uh, the July to December is what they're looking for. The secretary of um. Wait, wait, wait.
2: So we can gotcha. defer it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, and I'm not exactly sure. And the 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 fact is is there's not a process in place. The bill was just passed to provide cash payments in the second half of the fiscal year from July to December, and for it to be up to fifty percent of the thirty six hundred dollar additional child income tax credit. Uh, they have talked about there's going to be an option for you to defer and then you can just essentially take that whole it's a credit it's not anything else it's a credit on top of your taxes you can take all of that for your your 2021 yeah and so it's I, I mean do, it, I it, may do that. It it depends, but it is it is it's it's a one time it was only funded for this one year. Cuz
2: I feel like the lump sum would come in more handy than the 350 a month. Yeah, you know, I, right? I think
1: it depends. I think it depends on your on your situation. For a lot of people, you've got two kids, you're a single parent. Oh, that's definitely that going ha- to totally be would so totally
2: be beneficial. This is like we're we have to look at this through like different not lenses. Not, not yeah, rose tinted <laughs> glasses because
1: So you want to look empathetically instead of sympathetically because I don't feel like sympathy should be how you – or empathy should be how you base public policy. No, 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 no. But I I want to get into this. I do want to get
2: into this. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like the three of us here, we – and I really am not trying – if you're listening, I don't mean any offense to this because granted, I'm a paramedic for the city and I'm sitting with two teachers. It's not like you're sitting here with brain surgeons and lawyers. You know what I mean? We don't make a lot of money. But this isn't something we need. You know what I mean? There are people out there that haven't worked. Granted, we we are all in positions of jobs that even though school wasn't out, you guys had to teach. I'm a paramedic. I had to go to work through this whole fucking thing. Like I I I don't need this. But will it help? Yeah. Am I gonna take it? Yeah. But I I it it does feel feels weird, right? It's oh, like yeah, like super weird. It, like thank you, but. Yeah.
1: You know. Well, and I, and and that was a <clears throat> that was a large conversation that was happening was right now the cutoff is individuals making seventy five thousand dollars a year it starts to decrease heads of household it's like one hundred and twelve thousand dollars a year married filing jointly it's one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year that at that point the the stimulus checks start to taper off and so there was a large discussion of bumping it down to fifty thousand dollars a year and a hundred thousand dollars a year. Because the study found that the majority of the people uh, that made more than one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year last year with their stimulus, they pocketed it and added it to their savings, as opposed to putting it back into the economy, which is what a stimulus package is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Now, the majority, if not every single bit, of the stimulus package that we get is going to—it's going to be pushed back out into. Just the general economy. We're not gonna be keeping it. We're not gonna be adding it to our savings. You know, we have a dedicated savings for college fund. We have a dedicated savings for our retirement fund. We have a dedicated savings for like my fund money that I get to kind of play with. And and so we're gonna be putting this into home renovations. We're gonna be putting yep. this into yep. yeah. Yeah, that's oh, that's
0: God. what we're gonna Like yeah. I said, I wanna sit on it as long as I can and I wanna put it in my own personal savings for future purposes that eventually will stimulate the economy and, and and better improve whether it be my my home or well, my just say- automobile, but I, I'm eventually going to put it to use. But I want to so hang on to it and put it to a a
2: Good use. A percentage of this is going to have to go back in our bank account because um, we used a little bit of my uh, school loan to put a down payment to add on to my the truck that I got my yeah. new truck. Yeah. So some of that's going to go back in, but the rest I'm gonna. There's like my dog that passed away. RIP Atticus. Uh, he. Decided to destroy half of my fence before he passed, and I've got to fix. I'm a, I am at least want to fix the side that he fucked up on my neighbor's. The part on the alley I'm not too concerned about, but my neighbor, like you know, that's half his fence too. Right, just buy new pickets if you want. Save some money. Yeah, no, no, that's what I'm gonna do. If I'm not gonna want, like, uh, I, but that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna new do posts or yeah, new a couple new posts. And if you some want pickets. help, let us know. I can do. This, I know, this takes like two hours. Then, and and my neighbor guy, neighbor dude, shout out Steve. He's a good dude. Way to go, Steve. He's a good guy.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think also, I think it's a good idea for a lot of people. This this stimulus pa- or plan, the stimulus payment, whatever, puts them in that position to, if something were to happen to them and they have this in their savings, like God forbid they get into a car wreck. Something happens and they're not able to work. You know, this stimulus package does allow them to kind of continue. And as James said, even though it goes into savings, it'll eventually get back into the economy.
2: It's weird for people in Amarillo because even though, like, Greg Abbott, like, opened things back up. I mean, I know we did have a lot of businesses in town. Like, if you're listening, don't get this wrong. Don't get this twisted. I know there are people that did not work for quite a bit of time uh, during COVID. But for the majority, Amarillo was still functioning right you could still go get all your basic needs there was still things there was there was like I think from like what like March to June was kind of fucked up there for a bit the
0: lifelines were not completely no Cut off or like, like, like
2: they were in California, like where the people were just like there's still people out of jobs <laughs> that haven't returned to work.
1: And we did have we did have a lot of people in Amarillo. I feel like that did lose their jobs. But we also had we also had a lot of resources in Amarillo that were being provided to assist people during that. There was also a lot of federally funded things the deployment benefits, the one Cobra good, extension, the one
2: good thing about this. And, and, and like, correct me if I'm wrong, this, this, you only get the stimulus check. If you've, you've paid your taxes in the last five years, right. Or filed taxes. Yes. And it's based off of your last current filing.
1: Yeah. Except for, yeah, this year, if you filed for your 2020 taxes already, that's what they based it on.
2: Okay. So hopefully most people have filed for the taxes because what I was going to get at is, uh, yeah, even though majority of people still worked in Amarillo during all this time, um, I never thought she was that attractive, to, to be completely honest.
0: And ladies and gentlemen, he is looking at Cameron Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz yeah, in, uh, so <laughs> you know, that part's pretty funny. That, that's that's a funny.
2: Part. Uh, but no, I I, I thought uh, you know when I thought she was the hottest was the mask. Oh yeah, one hundred percent gold outfit. Like she was definitely her thickest. She's too skinny here. One hundred percent too yeah, skinny. Yeah, she. I never
0: thought she was that good. But looking in either. the
2: mask, she's pretty thick. Yeah, and uh, she's
0: semi-attractive. She's not. In Tottenham.
1: the mask, she's gorgeous. Like, I
2: feel like they fucked up uh, Charlie's Angels.
0: Her and Drew, Barrymore, like, they're Drew just, Barrymore. They're just average as fuck, dude.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll say this. Drew Barrymore is average as fuck. I think, Cam- I think Cameron Diaz is a step up from Drew Barrymore. Yeah, so Drew Barrymore yeah, plays, the, she plays the girl next door, the completely I achievable. I can agree with that, yeah. You know, the, the, hey, I could totally, you know, she'd be interested in me, even though she makes millions and millions of dollars. And
0: yep. So, stimulus, so. no more. Let's, Stimulus let's no more. Um uh, this is becoming well, we're we're approaching a year anniversary just, of COVID.
2: I just farted and it was a lot better than that first one. I'm sorry. It was.
1: Well, shame on you for not recording it. I know. You
0: what were y'all I doing last year when, when the shutdown happened? Uh where were you at? What happened? At what this time doing? last yes. year?
2: Yep. I don't know. I was hopped up on uh oxycotton uh because I just had shoulder surgery. And I was like, I literally lived in my chair watching this uh show called father ted that aired primarily in ireland and england but it did come to abc in america in the like the very early 90s super funny like Sweet. the humor in it is very very funny it was on it it's on amazon prime you can get you find it anyway what was your attitude towards COVID <laughs> at the time i it was weird because like i was already like i had to be stuck at home anyway like i couldn't work because i'm a paramedic so I I had shoulder surgery. I couldn't go to work. And so all this stuff was happening. And I was like... Uh, all I was hearing was these horror stories from my coworkers. This shit was fucked up the way they were running calls. Like it was the, it was like the shittiest time ever. And I missed it all. And I'm so grateful because during that time, right before I had my surgery, I, I was very close to basically what, what put me back into school. I was very close. I, well, I did, I did back in December of 2019. I had a mental breakdown. I was just like fed the fuck up with running 911 calls and working at this busy ass service. Cause the thing, the problem is, Emerald's uh, EMS service is, is, technically like I think we're uh, per call volume we are the second or third busiest in the state of Texas like behind Houston and Austin wow damn and okay so is
1: that due to the limited number of staff or is that it's due, due to the, to- the level th- of obesity
0: in Emerald
2: <laughs> well that and well like the level of trucks we keep on the street we we need we need way more trucks and we just don't have enough during the day and like uh, the acuity of patients like kind of what James said is actually true like we have uh, we, you know, Men's Health. I think published in like 2009. Like this was over 11 years ago when they published this article. Uh, we were. I have a Men's Health article. I I used to read it every week and or month. And uh, they did a uh, obesity per capita, and Amarillo was second behind M- New York.
1: So we are like Pawnee from Parks and Rec. Yes. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. We are uh, not Eagleton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that?
2: yeah yeah it's uh I'm I, I, I not uh, fucking,
1: fucking slap my hand the office is Thanks, better uh, oh, I love parks oh, and rec is good yeah there's no question about that but uh
2: it's just you know it just was so busy and I was just I just getting the fu- mm. fucking fed up and and that and then like the calls I was running um I was just kind of over it right and so yeah I, I the shoulder surgery came at a great time and then COVID hit and I just you out, picked
0: the perfect time to, to have, have, it, have surgery, it. dude. Yeah, no, I missed it I all. Thought that the entire so time I was like, I don't,
2: dude, I don't know. Perfect. Like, I, I was just watching it through like the news, I guess, and just being like, okay, this thing is happening, and I'm not a part of this. And like, I kept the sad thing about it was like, I kept hearing about essential workers and like all the, you know, like people having to go to work, and I was like, that would be me, but I don't. Yeah, like I, I didn't have to go back to work until May 25th.
0: Yeah, dude, man. At the time, we were coming. And approaching spring break and I was just ready for a for a break in general and a good week's break man it really helps helps me recharge my batteries so I was just looking forward to the break and then you know my birthday is around spring break every year so that weekend of the shutdown the day before we were out you know having some drinks and celebrate my birthday Our, and yeah, we
2: went to the the rooftop of it was uh, I think uh crush crush and then we and ended up hot like as a, fuck
0: yeah, we ended up at uh um coconuts and there was a little bit of buzz about the possibility of things shutting down and the real uh threat of covid and, and the the reality started to become more apparent to everybody. And then the next day, Governor Abbott, he announced, you know, the shutdown throughout the state of Texas and I was totally shocked, and I, I thought we would ever, be ever, shut down as far as the school district for maybe a week because they, they, were, they kept pushing it back week after week, but I thought maybe it was just going to be one week, and then we'd be right back when, at it.
2: When did you catch it?
0: I caught it in June, so that's the beginning so of June.
2: So that was crazy to me. That was crazy to me because it was right after we kind of started this podcast. Mm-hmm. It hadn't been that long into it, and I remember um, you, know, you telling me that you tested positive. And I was like, well, he's he's, he's you know, he's in shape and he's not unhealthy and he'll be fine. But it was just when you told me you got it and I had heard, you know, there are people testing positive for it and things like that. And I, at the time I was kind of and I still feel this way. Like, you know, I had multiple doctors that I asked and then stuff like uh, does this I, I asked him, does this test test for COVID-19 or does it just test for coronavirus? Because that's a completely different thing. Um, there's a lot of different coronaviruses, and we've talked about this on the thank podcast. You for, thank you for clarifying right.
1: that.
2: Well, I've talked about this on the podcast.
1: I know, before. but still, there's people. There's a lot of people that don't that don't know. So, that.
2: like bronchitis, the common cold, the flu, pneumonia—those are all types of coronaviruses. So, I didn't know if this test was testing. And so, when I heard these numbers, because you're like, okay, this originated in Wuhan, China, and I'm like, how many people are traveling? But it was just crazy to me when you tested positive. I was like. Damn, And you told me when you told me when you told me you lost your sense of taste. Yeah, that's when I was like, fuck this got to Amarillo. This is really here. This yep. is really, really here. Yep. And for and the longest I ca- and time, I caught it in October. For the longest
0: time, we were all on edge and we were we would hear stories of, of friends of friends that had it. But we never at the time knew anybody immediate that had it. So we were all frightened. I mean, we as a nation, we didn't know much about the disease. And we were in the infancy of the entire pandemic, but I mean, it, I just remember I was on edge, everybody else was on edge, and it was just, everything was so weird, the fact that things were shutting down. I couldn't get over the fact that we were going to close our schools, close our supermarkets, because we have never experienced anything like
2: this in our entire lives. No, and and no. the thing that pisses me off, like personally, is, and I don't know about you, and you never had it, right?
1: No, I don't know how the hell I didn't get it. I don't know how Brianna, what's your, your, what's your blood you? type?
2: Fuck fine. Though. And
0: I don't yeah. know how Estella didn't get it either. She's she's O yeah, and, blood well, type. See, I'm, I'm, not, so o, I'm,
2: are, I'm O positive. Brianna's O negative. And apparently O negative blood types are the ones that just aren't getting this mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm o, not O negative. O positive that. is the most common blood type. But anyway, the thing that pisses me off personally about it is, and I don't know how you are really, James, because we just haven't really talked about it much because I think you're good, but I am still dealing with residual effects of this fucking disease. Uh, back in October, I had it. Um, there are certain foods that still taste weird. Uh, certain times, of depending on the day, like usually when the air is a little bit colder and I go outside, and you know, just how like, and everybody listening will know what I'm saying when I say this. You know how fresh air is supposed to smell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It, it, it smells very like irony weird to me. Um, certain foods that are like fried salts, uh, don't taste right. Uh, even normal food, beer, anything I drink does not have the full flavor. Still, um, my blood pressure, you know, today was the first time that was damn near normal, but for weeks on in for the last month, ever since I started getting in shape and that's the, that's the fucked up part about it. I'm in better shape than I've been in, in years. And I, my blood pressure has been 140 over like 98, like just high. But And for years, it was even when I was like 235, like at the beginning, like before I had my shoulder surgery, uh, my blood pressure was like 116 over 64. Like it was just great, right? And so now it's high. I've had chest pain. a matter of fact, I've, I had it a little bit off and on recently, like today, like just off and on. I'm, I'm, I've had kidney pain. Like it's just fucking frustrating that I've... Like it's like I told my wife when I got it I was like I'm going to beat this like it's I'm not worried about that and I never had the respiratory distress or anything but I'm like what the fuck is this going to do to me 10 years from now Yeah
1: well <laughs> that's the big worry for, is there's yeah. just there's no telling what this is and with it being something SARS related with it <clears throat> being something COVID related and it being I mean really it's an upper respiratory problem more than anything else.
2: Well, that's how it manifests, but the thing is is it it there's been multiple studies showing that it's having renal insufficiency yeah. issues, it's having cardio effects on cardiovascular sy- mm. uh, systems, it's, it's affecting like the clotting factor, it's making people's blood thicker. It, it's it's then I think that's why my blood pressure is higher, my they, the people's hearts aren't pumping effectively enough, like there's mm. just so much shit. Right. that it's like and the, and the reason why, like, you're like me, I'm still having smell and taste issues. And people, so, there's people still that just have had it, like, in there's fucking... There's people that have had it in May it back, and yeah. haven't gotten it back at all. And what it's doing is it's damaging the your. Uh, your uh I can't think of it off the top of my head, but the, the nerve that is con- that controls your sense of taste, your olfactory nerve, it's permanently damaging that.
1: So, is it permanently damaging that, or is it permanently damaging, for instance, like myelin sheath around it? No, like, no, are no, there any no. studies no, it's, around it's
2: that? Da- it's damaging the olfactory nerve itself. The reason people can't taste is because they can't smell. That's why. Like, if you can't smell, you're not going to taste. It's not messing with your taste buds, it's fucking with your sense of smell. For me if there have been any residual side effects from covid I haven't noticed them.
0: Yet. Yeah, and your I taste is don't. back 100%? It's a, it's back 100%. It, it took about a week for it to come back. Yeah, I'm on, fully.
2: I'm, on I'm on a uh, one thing when I had blood drawn when I was feeling really shitty because I just felt like, you know, uh, the the bad thing about it is I've I've because of the work that I do and, and getting back into school, I, have I've become too damn smart for my own good. And like, I was just like, man, I'm, I'm having these symptoms of like what they're, they're calling residual COVID effects. And so I went to the doctor, got blood drawn and sure shit. My vitamin D levels were just like fucked up. Like all my blood was fine, but they were like, your vitamin D is like severe vitamin D deficiency. And so I'm taking a lot of vitamin D daily. And it's, it's weird. <clears throat> it's weird. Yeah.
1: You know, and, you know, we were talking about the beginning of the pandemic. I remember sitting in a meeting on a Friday before we left for spring break and having the conversations with our RTI committee about whether or not we were going to come back after spring break. So, I mean, I remember people having that conversation and being worried and and saying, oh, well, I, I, you know, I saw this article that said that it was in in." United States back in December and right that the, well the WHO had people missing and like there were Chinese scientists remember in like October November that were putting out putting out videos and so I just remember there were man there were just a lot of people scared there was a lot
0: of and I was I was fearful m- information most of all for the for the kids like because we at the time we didn't know how it would affect children and yeah. later on we learned you know they they do the best handling it yeah, but at that time I was afraid for the kids the most, and I didn't want to bring it home to them. It was did a,
2: you. Did you? Sorry, no, no, go ahead. Not to change s- subjects, but with like Abbott opening it up, like literally, he had that like speech, right? I and mean, he said, "We're opening up," and then like three days later, have you guys seen this about Houston? No. So apparently, not at all. So there, there was a news that broke, and I'm not one of those people that is.
1: Um, what do you mean, those people?
2: How you would say a uh, someone who sides with one side of the news or anything like that? An I'm, asshole. A one sider Well, that <laughs> and, that and like, I'm definitely not really a leftist. I think I think morally I'm left, but like my worst, libertarian. Personally, I'm probably centered to the right. But for everybody else, I don't, I don't really give a shit, right? But I'm not gonna like sit here and like be like far left right I'm not gonna be far right either but the point I'm making is
1: you're gonna uh, be fucking you're gonna look at the data I, and make your own what opinion. I'm getting at, and I'm yes. not gonna be
2: far right it's called moral where I where I'm like oh that this news station is saying this but the, I haven't seen it anywhere else this is just me personally I've only seen this on MSNBC CNN and something else but there were reports, and this, this is true. you can look at this. They had they, I mean they interviewed the, the city engineer for Houston, but uh, apparently, they said that there have been multiple tests out of 28 to 39 tests that were performed on the Houston's water supply. Uh, they test, the water supply tested positive for the new U.K. variant COVID in Houston.
1: Well, that seems completely contrary to what we've learned. So that's that's what I was going to get
2: at. Like everything that the who, Fauci, who, <laughs> Mike uh, Jones, who are you? Uh, <laughs> I like I like how he <laughs> I like how we went like to, totally opposite like time periods there. Who the fuck are you? Which that, like, that that's great because I don't think a lot of people knew that that song said the f bomb. I love
0: that song. I love um, that
2: band. Okay, but so they're saying so so did it so to reel it back in real yeah. quick. Um, basically what we know from everything we've been told about COVID is it doesn't survive on hard surfaces for that long. It is aerosolized through airborne particles. It's a respiratory illness. Mm. So how in the fuck now is this? And, you know, diseases do mutate. I'm not, I'm not going to discount this, but it's so weird that they're, they're saying it's found in the water supply in Houston. And these are articles and they've had, had, uh, "Quote unquote," the the engineer for the city of Houston. They've had the mayor of Houston, and they're not really. And I only heard it for two days, and I haven't heard shit about it since. And and so my question is: I first of all was, had you guys heard this at all?
1: Well, I'm, I'm not a chemist at all, but I do not understand how a virus like the SARS COVID yeah, like that, ex- that it would have to be survives on a water molecule. Well, well, Why well, does well, fucking make
2: and sense? And that's and so here's the thing: like, what the fuck are they testing? Because from Everything that I've ever learned about biology and science, and I'm like, granted, like Jared just said, we are not anywhere even close to having that brain no. capacity to no. do know that. But my thing is, is if you just, to me, that says they're, they're putting something in the water to test it. And, you know, the water supply is just running, right? It's constantly moving. It's constantly flowing. That's how water supplies work. So they're putting something in, like a beaker. Let's just say they put something in. They pull it out. They test it. Oh, this has the UK variant of COVID in it. So that that would mean there has to be a fuck ton of that, like, to just contaminate it. Yeah.
1: Well, and I think that type of stories like that one make me think of the story. And, again, I, I, I agree with you. I'm not far left. I'm not far right. I look at data, and I make an opinion it was. It reminds me of the stories that I would see about like, oh well, six six tigers at a zoo are tested positive for coronavirus at the point when <laughs> like the majority of people, if you needed to get tested, couldn't get tested. Well, I'm like where the fuck did this come well, from? Well,
2: what's funny about this, and this kind of ties into what are you I want to talk to Doctor Doolittle. Well, no, but okay, well, it, you know how I talked about like what the difference, like that one thing I, I talked about. Doctors, does this test for COVID or does this test for coronavirus? Yeah, you know, a lot of those animals that they were testing. What, what does a dog's nose feel like?
1: A dog cold and wet.
2: Yeah. So a dogs, like, from everything I've ever understood is they they basically always have a cold.
1: Yeah, I understand that. They, so they, they would have they some kind test kind of positive virus. for a coronavirus? I don't know.
2: I'm just throwing that Possibly, out there. Possibly, yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. What is a cat's nose? They're the same way, right? They're constantly licking that shit. Well, and I don't know. This is shit that I make up, but I just think about why, when I'm laying awake in bed sense. at 11 makes o'clock. Makes sense. Because
1: humans but, get colds and not, their noses run and shit like that. And to, to, to take the car back into the center
2: lane, uh, I just want to know. This is the first time that I've ever been like, man... I was on Twitter and a lot of people that are on Twitter are very left-leaning and they've been tweeting about this shit but I haven't heard anybody else say it and this came pretty close after Abbott opened back up and and there was a lot of people against Texas opening back up especially in Silicon Valley in California and I'm like how v- the valid- validation of this claim yeah like I have, like literally, you would think, I think I you would think, think if, the, you? if the UK or variant of COVID was infecting the water supply in Houston, Texas, we would be hearing about it because we live in goddamn fucking Texas. It and was so just that's what I'm saying. It was yeah. a
0: ploy to
2: cause hysteria. That's what
1: I'm wondering. Oh yeah, I'm saying. I, I but, and, and be honest but about this. On, the be-
2: video I saw you know, had had the dude that was the city engineer that was the mayor. And, and that could be a claim. I don't know. But, but
1: be but be honest. Is this honestly the first time that you have seen some kind of news thing that just made no. you question whether or not that shit's fake? Like, well, no, I, no. I remember hearing it. Not that the virus is fake and shit like that. No, but that that's, the fact that the media oh, creates stories I, oh, 100%. for whatever the fuck no, reason no, they want to.
2: No. Well, I remember no.
0: hearing that it was recycled through the air through air vents.
2: And then they threw that
1: out, and said, that, no, that, that
0: was not possible. But yet, there's still a shit ton too. of
1: people and a shit ton of money being invested in ensuring that we have proper ventilation systems for the removal of that stuff. I mean, there's a shit ton of misinformation, and the fact it's of the matter weird. is, is at this point, one year after the pandemic, with everything that we know about not it,
2: not after it's still a pandemic. That's the that's the thing that kind of oh, irritates I mean, me. Is well, a lot of people are like, oh, the pandemic's over? Not I, really. I
1: agree that the pandemic is not over. What I mean is that it's one year since the pandemic started. That was, that was okay, a much yeah, better yeah, way yeah, of saying yeah, it. Yeah. One year into this pandemic that does still exist, the, the amount of information that we have learned about it, I'm very surprised at the fact that there is so much misinformation that is still just going on that's being published by...
2: You know, the older that things I've, that should older, not need to be published. The older that I've got, Lucy, like, Lou's, Lucy Lou's definitely the hottest. Oh yeah, without a doubt. But back then in the day, I was like, it's oh, Cameron, Diaz. Uh, Cameron Diaz is the hottest. But like, look at Lucy Lou's body. You know, look uh, at that. She got Charlie's that, Angels. Since what, what you, you would since call you, a Coke bottle body.
1: Since you have pivoted away from, I'm just going to take this as an opportunity to drop COVID, and we're going to move on to our new but weekly yeah, special. I, I, I
2: agree with you. Yeah. I just uh, yeah. sorry I, no, was, no, no, I pulled good. up in my phone and there was Lucy Lou yeah. and I was like oh, fuck
0: COVID really we're gonna we gonna believe it's over it's over
1: we're gonna move on to our new weekly special that I started uh, J- James and, 2023 and this is called fuck Mary Four. kill oh god uh, and this is fuck Mary wait, kill wait, wait, wait. Uh, hang on Joseph has to um. That, that no, was terrible. It was, those, you gotta get closer well, to the I, microphone. I think what
2: it is is because I'm having all of those farts were
1: if terrible. Down,
2: if I'm down low, it's
1: gonna be well, loud. It can tilt lower.
0: Sucking some air through your mouth or and just pull, blow it out. Pull my asshole. Was open. that was that a there reverse
1: fart? It sounded like you were sucking it in. <laughs> no, it was just a fart. Okay, it was like queef. Right, that so, was a, that was a toot. Uh, this is what this, is, a dead this body. is this is our new uh, yeah. fuck Mary kill Ben Stiller movies. Uh, so we have Dodgeball, Tropic Thunder, and Meet the Fockers. Got to fuck one, carry those are one, good kill movies. One. You Go picked, you pick some good
2: ones. When you I, said Ben Stiller, I was like,
1: eh, what's he gonna pick? Because
2: Do- I don't like this movie that much. Yeah, I, and that's, I like and that's the movie, thing. So I like it, funny. but it's
1: not one of his. You know yeah. what? Uh, um, a movie I almost threw in, but I didn't, and I almost threw it in just because of sentimental value was Heavyweights. I loved him in Heavyweights, but that's a sentimental movie. So Dodgeball, uh, so Meet the comedies. Fockers, and Tropic Thunder. Fuck one, marry one, kill one. Uh, I'm going to go with James first just because he's yawning. And uh, I think I went with Joseph first last time. So, James, you have the floor. So Dodgeball, I've got... Meet the Fockers, and Tropic Thunder.
0: Okay. I would have to go with Mary first. I'm going to marry Dodgeball. I feel like Dodgeball is the best movie out of those three. I would fuck Meet the Fockers. That's, that's a great movie. Can't deny that. And I would kill Tropic Thunder.
1: All right. Wow. So uh, here's here's the thing. I, I'm I'm very curious about why you would fuck the fucker. <laughs>
2: wait, wait. 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 So your name's Gay Focker. <laughs> because it, it was such subtle humor, even yeah. for how yeah. young we were when that came out. Such yeah. a good movie. I had. Here's how. Old we are, and how young we are when that came out. That movie, I owned it on VHS. Oh that was shit! The only, that was the only way to get it. You know, what's DVDs crazy? weren't out when that movie not, came not
1: out. To, not to not to to pivot again, but I started working at Hastings in 2006, and we still sold VHSs. So I remember. Oh wait a second, no, what's that? Keep talking. Okay, we we still. I mean, I worked in the video department, and we still we still we still on like new releases and stuff like that. We still um. Your farts are terrible. <laughs> I tried to suck that was, in. The, that was the worst fart. No, but we <laughs> still had we still <laughs> had we still had VHS releases and I remember them I remember uh like a m not a memo, but whatever Hastings would have come across, stating that this would be the last round of VHS tapes that we received for renting, that everything was gonna switch to um to, to DVD to And that was during the three months god was it was a beef and cheddar? Onion.
2: What did you eat for dinner? Tell yeah. me. What did I have for dinner? I haven't ate dinner. What did you right. eat earlier? Uh, the Indian oven. I haven't <coughs> ate since I ate lunch. That's why okay, you farted so I, I much. I
1: really yeah. want to try Indian oven. I I've, I've try always been too. kind of it's afraid really of Indian food. I love spicy. What, what's, crazy, what's
2: crazy, it's been here for fucking like mm-hmm. over yeah. 10, yeah. 20, 15 years. Yeah. So it used to be out by the airport. Oh, I it, didn't know that. Yeah. And then, and then it, it was like shut down for a while. And then it moved to like 34th and Bell. Yeah. And today I was leaving the gym and I was like, why the fuck is it on Paramount right next to Spotted Pony? But that's where it's at now.
1: What did you get? Uh, did you get chicken curry? Because no, I feel like that's the only I'd mean, be it's able to get. No, chicken
2: curry, but it's chi- it's a, there's different types of chicken curry. They have oh, good to tons, know. Tons, like like twenty different types of chicken curry.
1: How? Because I thought curry was a sp- curry's a spice and chicken's a fucking protein. So right, like, what but are there's they-
2: different ways to make it. Uh, chicken vin- vindil, vindil, chicken vindil is what it was, and it's basically um, it comes with your rice, your non bread. Uh, get the garlic naan bread when you get it, okay. and um, the uh, chicken Benadil, um It's like a soup with chicken, and it has potatoes in it. So it's the and then the curry sauce, and so you just kind of slowly scoop some rice into it, and then take your spoon and then tear off a piece of naan bread, pour it in there, eat it like kind of like a little
1: little taco. Okay, so can you provide me some kind of parallel to what a naan bread is? Like, some, is this like a rye bread? Is it like a sourdough bread? I mean is it or is it have really you never had it? No, I've never had so it. So non
2: yeah. non bread. I mean, it's a traditional Indian made bread. The best way I can describe it is if you ever had a pizza cooked in a brick oven. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know how like it burns the bottom kind of, but it still ha- gives it like that black undertone. Yeah. That's that's what it is without anything on top of it. That's okay. the best way I can describe it. It's like so it's, dough, a, it's dough, like flat bread, flat bread okay. dough rolled out. That's cooked on. Um, usually, it's cooked on a flat uh, mason or type of stone type of service uh, so furnace is it? Is me. it?
1: Because I don't like. I mean, I, I people lose their fucking minds about brick oven pizzas. I mean, you I cook it in a it. cast
2: iron skillet. Yeah,
1: yeah, but like, is the is it? is it at at Indian oven is it more of a charred bread or is it just kind of more of a lightly I mean there's
2: charred on there but you're tasting the bread okay. like it's so good like okay and to me I know there's a couple other indian places but I want to try it tomorrow indian yeah i do too actually well, I'm down to go there again Yeah, uh, but indian oven is probably in my opinion the best authentic indian food in town yeah. um, if you're not used to curry so here's the thing about curry yeah cuz i'm not at all it's going to have a lot of rosemary in it a lot of th- I don't know what the fuck that is a lot of time I don't know what it is it's going to have rosemary thyme you know basically cumarin and tumic oh uh, gosh
1: so it's very it's a strong so that's the thing speed up your metabolism what i would
2: suggest is don't if, <laughs> now here's the thing jared you told me you don't like hot stuff
1: well no actually as i'm getting older fucking a as i'm getting older that's one thing that i'm i'm beginning to enjoy more i don't know your if butt, does your butthole enjoy hot stuff you, fuck my butthole doesn't enjoy the thing about bell.
2: the thing about anything cooked with curry jesus christ the, the lower christ. the heat you go the more you're gonna get of that very like peppery well like intense. the rosemary like just like that that that, that 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 fla- you're going to get more of the flavor, flavor of, the, of, of the vegetable or love the <laughs> flavor <town. laughs> what's the word I'm trying to the, the spice not right, not right, when right, I right. say spice I don't mean the heat I mean right, like right, the right. spice right. you're gonna have more of that The the more you go on the heat level the more the less it takes that out of there right and okay. that's what the non bread and the rice is for you, okay. you mix that together to kind of like mitigate the heat okay my suggestion tomorrow yeah get, please get, get the you know uh there's different things you can get. Like one, one other good. Tell me what if, I would. If you get don't if like, I, t- if you don't like curry, really, there's curry in it, but chicken tikka marsala. I've actually made that before. It's really I'm, good. I'm not
1: gonna lie to you. Tell me what you would get if I had to buy. Let me look around and make sure nobody's gonna make fun of me. The mild rotel. I would tell you not to go eat it in the oven. All right, well, fucking, fucking I'm gonna do it. Fucking so the gringo. Just, <laughs> just,
2: just, just. I'll tell you that. Just, just go order tomorrow. Chicken Vinadil. Chicken vindil, Chick- or chicken vindil. Chicken I, it's hard for me to pronounce. Something like Chicken that. vindil. Yeah, it's it's like on the menu. It's on the right side, middle column at the uh, bottom top.
1: Motherfucker, you've been there a lot. I'm just telling you. All right, all right. Uh, well, hang on. I got one. Get, I got- get
2: medium heat.
1: Uh huh. Medium heat with naan. garlic naan. Garlic naan. Okay, one question for you. Tropic Thunder, dodgeball. Thank you <laughs> for staring it back on. Fuck one, marry one, kill one, go.
2: Tropic Thunder, dodgeball, meet the fuckers. This sucks because I I really like all of those. Do you want me to go first?
1: No, I'm okay. going. Let's see it or hear it because you know not gonna show I,
2: I kind of shrugged visually. at James when he said he, he'd kill Tropic Thunder, but I really do like Dodgeball and Meet the Fuckers. Wait, wait, wait! Tropic Thunder. Meet the fuckers or meet the parents.
1: Meet the fuckers.
2: Okay, no, I'm killing meet the fuckers. Wait, is there two of them? The meet the par- there's three.
1: The one with Robert De Niro and he's talking about milking milking cats.
2: That's meet the parents. Okay, well meet, meet the, the parents. parents. Yeah, that's what you meant. Meet yeah. the parents. Yeah. Okay, Did yeah. you so know what if, I meant? If, All right, if well if thank you, you for meet, clarifying though. If so. you meant meet the parents I mean meet the parents. Okay. Yes, the so first one. Meet the parents There's a good one. I'm marrying that one. Okay. Because it's just so like it's it, a classic. It it, it it is a classic. It's it's not as vulgar as the other two but it's it has enough adult humor in it to where it's not boring. Does that make sense? That makes total sense. So, I get what you're saying. I'm going to marry meet the parents. I'm fucking Dodgeball. Because the banter with Vince Vaughn and uh Ben Stiller in that, like that's the thing. Like you wanted to if you want to get technical with it, I'm going to kill Dodgeball because that's not a really a Ben Stiller movie that's a Vince Vaughn movie more mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but damn that's such a good movie yeah it's so good but he, yeah. he does play a huge role oh he does he movie. does he's the antagonist he's, yeah. he does it's just I. Yeah. he's not he's not right. up front right he's not right. the hero no. like right. he is in something about Mary Tropic. I thunder. just love that
0: it's about the Greatest sport of all time, dodgeball, <laughs> yeah. which James hit
2: us a snap up
0: today. We play that every Friday. Fuck yeah. That's a kid's favorite game. Yeah. No matter Without my, a doubt. It do, doesn't
2: matter do, the age. Do you guys still, like, as teachers and being a PE coach, James, I remember we played this growing up at Whittier Elementary. This was my favorite. Which, was, by the way, it, my
1: current music teacher was, I think, one of your teachers there, and she has such great things to say about you. She still remembers you to this it? day, Susan Rogers.
2: Well, Miss Rogers. Yes. Yeah. She
1: She's an amazing teacher. You know what's she, crazy? She, she you, you know what's crazy? Wow. You know
2: yeah. I never had her. Really? But she knows me. Yeah. Wow. I mean she was a music she, teacher, but she, I re- I just was like
1: Yeah. Can, can he, did you weird. just, can you like just like a sit a back for a second? No. no, no, no. He did a fucking talent show that she yeah. remembers. That's, oh, so yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. She remembers She's, your talent show. There was three
2: there was three teachers. Um actually there was four. Uh but Mrs. Goforth, Miss Desitel uh those were the two main ones that got oh, me got, got me into being a teacher uh where is she at now I have no idea but I know the name but anyway she uh those those two got go forth and desotell got me into like wanting to like really bring out my like funny side and then mrs king was another one and then yeah mrs rogers I had her for music but yeah it's it's weird like she not not offense to her but it's just so weird that she every time i meet her she she she's so sweet she's so nice Yeah, she's like she's amazing she's like, and she's a great great person and but every time she sees me she's like oh how have you been and things like that and it's just like do you see where i'm going with this without trying yeah. to be rude well
1: no you know so the thing and this is something that i think that is kind of missed is how much people just don't realize uh, at the time that they're students with teachers, and in this in this profession that James and I do, how much impact students have on our lives? Like how much that no matter how much time passes, there are, there are certain students that that change us that, stick that, with that affect you. our character that that, rake, that and make vice us want we continue doing. Vice yeah. versa. and you never know until you know what was it twenty years later when a yep. guy you decided to do a podcast with. He works at the same school as one of them and that's they're like so cool. oh my gosh I she, love this person she's a sweetheart
2: I know, I know exactly who you're talking about I, I know her like every time I see her she's like hi Joseph how are you and da da da, da. she's so sweet I think that's great thank you for Totes. sharing that what grade were you in when you did that show uh, the my, the talent show was fifth grade I did one in third grade and I did another one in fifth grade so 99 um, 2000
1: real quick cause I gotta say this cause this happened at a Whittier talent show a kid gets on and he tells this is a, this is a talent show and he gets on and he's like, and it's him and another kid, and they're doing like little skits. And he says a joke. He goes, Yeah, um, I went to the judge because my parents were getting divorced. And the judge asked me, um, Who do you want to go with? And the kid said, um, I don't want to go with my mom because she beats me. And everybody, I'm looking out, everybody in the cafeteria, it's just dead quiet. What the fuck? Yeah. And then the, it, this is a kid that, if you knew that child, he was just real quiet. He he was a great kid, amazing student, real quiet. You wouldn't have expected this scene. And the judge go, and the kid goes. And the judge said, "Well, what about your father? Do you want to live with him?" And the kid goes, "No, he he you know he beats me too." And um and everyone just is real quiet at this it, point. It, it, and, it, and so it, the judge slowly
2: sounds like you're telling a joke.
1: No, yeah. And so the because the kid is telling a joke through this process. This is the kid giving up saying it. And he said, and the kid goes, and the judge asked me, he goes, "Well, who do you want to live with?" And the kid says. I want to live with the Dallas Cowboys because they don't beat anybody. <laughs> and that, that cafeteria erupted with the. I mean, I have not oh, heard laughter at that good. level. You, you know
2: what's funny? You love it because you're a cowboy hater. <laughs> well, well, that's that's what I was gonna get at. Ass is either either dad of that kid is a huge Cowboys fan and, yeah. and is self self aware yeah. of how terrible they've been for twenty five years. Shut up. But or they're they're like probably Eagles, Giants, or Redskins fan.
1: Yeah. I, I have no idea. I feel like it's. I mean, I feel like everybody. But that
2: was definitely told to him by his dad. Yeah,
1: yeah. That was. But that was one of the that was the fun and the funniest jokes. Yeah. But.
2: So real quick, yeah, to steer the car back because okay. we kind of marry, fuck, kill. O'Doyle, well, hang on to Doyle before that. Doyle <laughs> rules. Um, do y'all still do this in elementary school? We used to play this game called. Uh, get out, get off my lawn or get your trash out of my yard. And basically it's the volleyball nets up. Yes. But it's at ground level and you just they just dump a fuck ton of balls. Yeah. Like foam balls, rubber balls. I did that during student teaching big with my balls. kids. balls. That was in my ACDC. I've got big
0: balls. I've never had the pleasure to teach elementary PE. That is my dream. But
2: that's the one Middle
0: school kids that game would so, not work with them, uh, but, but no, yes, we, we've I've no, done our, it before with my elementary kids when I was student teaching. Okay, So, yes. yeah. so
2: that's go. I'm yes. so glad that that tradition is being kept alive because that was my favorite PE game in elementary. And we
0: school. we would do it with the mats. We would stand was, up the mats across the the yeah. center of the gym too if we didn't have the net, and we would do it, it, it that way. It was, way as it was well. called
2: get off my lawn, or yeah, I think it was called just get off my lawn, and you, you, you the, and then, and they, then would, the timer, they would say, yeah, yeah, set a timer and. Whoever had the most balls on their side was the loser.
1: You know, one of the fun things that. But real quick, hang, hang on, Maybe no, because not, it's a, no, it's a continuation parents. about it. God damn it, so I'm gonna fucking say it. I know. So one know, of the greatest to, things I'm let when let you I was working at one of the greatest but things I was just I'm, gonna get this out of the way. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Fuck one marry one kill one. Oh, but you haven't done
2: yours. Have no. You? God damn, we're just if like we said at the beginning of this, uh, this, this podcast is, is not one. gonna make
1: this sense. No. Okay, so I would um I would I would I would kill uh meet the parents. Sorry. It was a great movie and all, but uh it just wasn't for me. I'd marry Dodgeball and I'd fuck Tropic Thunder.
2: So I'm killing I'm killing Tropic Thunder. I'm marry Meet the Parents and I'm fucking Dodgeball.
1: Yeah. So
2: that's Sloppy that. Sloppy seconds. Hey, uh we at some point tonight during this podcast, James, we need to go back to our music video reacts. So you have to have at least one. Yeah. Okay. And James, yeah. you just pick it. Just yeah. pick one. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no, I'm picking one.
1: we're all gonna pick one we're all gonna put a video up there and we're all gonna laugh about it and the reason I'm picking it it, and let's just go ahead and do it now no because I want to say one thing Uh, because this is a game that I think you would have enjoyed so when I was working who's in my mouth I uh, said as a a child no um (laughs) (laughs) hey talking no I'm I'm not okay okay so one of the things um, that I really enjoyed was we got to spend I mean we had a lot of money um, and so I, every time that I would get in these, like, um, these brochures and stuff, I'd always read through it. The things, the cool things that we would buy or cool things that we could buy. One of the things I saw was a game called Yuki ball. I've
2: heard about this. Yeah. I heard this. I heard Essentially this. What
1: is this? all it is, is it's, it's kind of like capture the flag. And so I was like, well, we can just recreate this. So we played dodgeball slash Yuki ball slash capture the flag where it was dodgeball rules. You had kids on teams of six to eight and it was like paintball. It was capture the flag. They We put up um, the the gym mats and created little, like, barriers for the kids to stand behind. And, it, it, you know, it was like we'd say go, and you couldn't cross the midline. So it was like dodgeball. So the kids were hiding and ducking and trying to throw each other out. And then, like, a minute in, because you need to hurry up the game because you have three other teams or four other teams sitting out, you would say go. You know, the red line, and so the kids would get to move up from the black line to the red line. And then you'd say, "Go!" Yeah, and whoever was left tried to steal the flag and bring it back. Uh,
2: yeah, we called this something else.
1: We and see, it wasn't even Yuki ball because it was something else. That. We played that. We've played this. It's like capture the flag. It's basically capture the flag with dodgeball. Man of the hill. It was hill. the most king of the hill. King of the king of hill, hill. King something of something like is a that, lot yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah, it was just a lot of. It it's it's was right, a lot it's of right fun, there but bottom. yeah, that I agree with James. I don't think as much as much you know as much as I did not teach this and I taught science and I think science is amazing, I do think that elementary PE has got to be one of the most fun. Oh, yeah, definitely. Fun things to
2: touch. Oh, dude, it, like, there are so many things that you look back on and you can start it. We can still talk yeah. about this while we yeah. play it. Because uh, we're not going to hear it, James. But, no, he can still play the music while I talk for a oh, second. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's just one of those things, like, we drove by Whittier the other day because uh, me and Brianna looked at my old house that I used to rent off of Manhattan, and we were in that neighborhood going to my grandmother's, and
1: uh, we're on Manhattan.
2: Uh, sixteen twenty one.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
2: Why are you mad? Because I said no. That, I'm right? not mad at all at you. I okay. love you. Well, anyway, we went by the we went by the uh, the old elementary school there, and uh, it it just seeing like the slide and stuff, you, you appreciate those things more. You didn't back then. Yeah. But
1: If there's one thing that I wish everyone could have more of, it's, it's, it's perspection, perspection, perspective. perspective. That's not a word. Um, that's not a word. Yeah. Perspective. But, uh, so this is my song. pick tonight. This is one of my favorite songs of all time. And, uh, this is a, this is a now like season one song.
0: This is your quintessential '90s '90s alternative, yeah.
1: which one-hit wonder because yeah. okay. So, as a theme tonight for our video of the night, it has to be either '90s alternative or one-hit wonder gotcha. from okay. the '90s. I like that. I like that. All right, because I have mine.
2: Um, what's crazy about this? You I, I I always see his face because he's he looks like a frog because his eyes are cocked, um, but okay, I've I never. Ever. Beautiful eyes. Yeah.
1: He, well, not he, really. Actually, now that I see them. Oh, fuck. Joseph, you ruined they're too Far. <laughs> Isn't it Bob Dylan's kid or some shit like that? Is that true? I think it's true. Or maybe it should be something. I, I feel like I saw it on a pop-up video from VH1 back in the day. No like, shit. Like That's Bob Dylan's
0: shit. son. This video looks like it was recorded within the last 10 years. Yeah. The, like, it doesn't look cra- as crazy old the as the song column, is.
2: The clothes they're wearing. Uh, but what I was going to say is I've always loved this song. It's like a good, I, I, yeah. I, it's a great song. I get drunk and I karaoke it, um, but I've never seen the video.
1: Have you not? And you know what's funny? I, I bet you're really disappointed then. All right. So, so,
0: so the gist of the song, what is it?
2: I think it's about, honestly. You know what I think? It's about meeting someone one night, and and you know. You get to know them, and and you go home and, and taking the risk. Take, take yeah, take it take jumping the risk. out on you, a limb. You don't it. know what you know what's gonna happen. Yep. It, and it sounds like you, it sounds like he picked up damaged goods. Does that make what sense? What the
1: fuck does that mean? It's cold. Feels like Independence, Independence Day. Day. Like fuck <laughs> yeah. you. That's in the middle oh, man, of this, summer. This,
2: this what kind 90s. of dumb shit is he, that? You know he thought he you know when he wrote that down. He was like, oh, this is gonna be awesome. this is <laughs> so fucking
0: smart. <laughs> this is gonna <laughs> this is so quippy. I'm gonna get so much yeah. ass. Oh, well, and all I
2: think is this. Maybe, maybe there is more hidden meaning to it because he's like walking through like a rainy nah, kind of like nah. shitty. He's not the, that the American. Well, the American flag keeps being shown on the ground, tattered.
1: All I can think of though when I see it, when I hear them. that line, it's cold. It feels like Independence Day is Will Smith saying, "Welcome to Earth, talking <laughs> <laughs> the alien."
2: I still think about when we played Bill Paxton, or no, Bill Pullman, The speech.
0: Yeah, that was that was an incredible speech. I mean, the the song is a really easy song a, to sing. It's a well written song. It's catchy. It's one of those that you, when you hear it, you think of the '90s automatically. one hundred percent.
2: So you threw you threw in the rule for the night. I'm gonna throw a curveball with it because this song right here. There's another one that I kind of. It, this song is not like this at all. And I'll we can do it later. Like y'all go and then. But we we're gonna give two. Okay. Two. Well,
1: I've got my next one, James. When you're ready, I'm going to go ahead and show it to you. I'm going to keep it in the dark but for
2: Joseph. Let's 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 continue topics while we do these. I don't want to. Oh yeah, one hundred play Music. During but the
1: in the meantime, will I just show this to James so that he has it in his RAM? I'm going to go take a leak.
2: Well, James, I just want to ask you while Jared is away and we're looking, we're, we're looking this song up, um, because Aaron's not here and we have to do it for at least at least five five to four four minutes. Um With everything we got last year, it has been fairly quiet three months in three and a half months into this year. We haven't had the kind of like every month monthly update of aliens we've been getting from our US government or Tom Delong or any of those things. So do you, do you think the aliens are still coming?
0: I do. I mean I th- we've we've recently landed a, a rover on Mars. And we're sending back all kinds of data and images and audio. And I'm just waiting patiently for an image of something bizarre to come back. And all of humanity to question it. Wait, wait and now. to further the con- conversation of alien when you intelligent saw the, life.
2: When you saw the uh, Mars rover video, you have you watched that? You know how I was doing the pan around? Uh-huh. You were just like, kind of like... There was part yeah. of you that was like... There's going to be like something there. Yeah, it's going to be a guide. There like, have
0: been some images that have popped up online that have been questionable as far as what is that?
2: Is it doctored? Or it, like what what that was found from the rover video?
0: Yeah, that was that was uh, image that was captured from no from shit. the rover. I haven't, I haven't seen that. Um it looked like an animal of some kind. What? But it could have been like just a rock formation. Yeah, that casted a, a weird Is it shadow really far away.
2: Yeah, it's it's probably a few hundred yards away from the actual rover, but I watched I watched it twice, um, and it just looked like honestly like somebody was out in the Arizona desert.
0: It did, man. It, it doesn't look Martian. It doesn't look Martian. Doesn't look out of this world. It looks just like Arizona, yeah, or Nevada.
2: Yeah, no, like it it did. It just looked like something you would see uh, at the base of the Grand Canyon. Was, yeah, man, it wasn't it, anything It had It had the typical, bizarre. but the crazy thing about the it. The fuck did I walk into? Uh, we were talking about the rover footage on Mars. Oh, And like. Uh, Hell yeah. So Perseverance. What I, the, well, the question, the, the question was, is like, you know, we were talking about aliens every, every other month because something new was coming. Uh, since January 1st, we really have not received anything of aliens this year. Which. And so my question was, are aliens still coming?
1: Okay, so here's the deal. I think it's stupid to say our eight, and I don't, I don't mean this in, in like nah, in this yeah, term, but they're here. I mean, I remember when I was how year old? How many years old? I don't know how the fuck that goes. I'm trying to be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, when we talked about this uh, with Tom DeLong <laughs> and everything, and, and, and everything. And, Bi- and Big Brother? Yeah, and Big Brother, and everything that we talked <laughs> big about brother's um, watching, um, with careful. what the DOD yeah, had pushed out and the Pentagon watching. had pushed out. Big Brother is always watching, be careful. Uh, um, and-, <laughs> and doing that too. Um, aliens are real. I, 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 Our government has essentially said that, Hey, we have this shit and we don't know what it is, but it's not man-made.
0: And, in the COVID relief bill, they had, what was it? 180 days to come out and give all, <sighs> That's of, coming the, up soon. all of the information up. regarding UFOs and alien yeah, life for that reason. So there have been government programs that were, that have been dedicated to UFO research. Here's the investigation. Thing. Here's
1: the thing. And I, and I don't I know a lot of people that say, well, the government's not going to come out and say anything because people like might lose their mind um but the fact of the matter is is the government already came out and said they've we've been studying these there things are programs. yeah and we don't yeah you know, there we there are programs that have been put in place we admit that there are these things in the sky that we don't know what they are but we know they're not man made
0: i feel like there's been more sightings people recently a, people don't give a fuck either of of ufo's surging into the ocean. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. Like reports. They're called USOs. They're just like diving into the ocean.
1: Yeah. I think that that it's amazing how much people can live in a different reality than everyone else. Because I honestly thought when everything came out from the Pentagon and then when everything came out with this COVID relief bill, uh, where it talked about that, where you're right, it was like 180 days for them to come out with everything. And I think that end date is June. And the fact that the government has admitted that yes, we've been studying this, and the government, the Pentagon, has released videos, video, actual fucking videos, and the 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 pilots that are saying that this is—I've never seen anything like this before—and you know, it's it's following us. And, hey, bring us a beer.
0: And did yeah. you hear the Harvard professor scientist? He
1: yeah, saying that they're we're in fucking communication. There,
0: there was there was an asteroid that passed by Earth a few years ago, and. It was at a rate of speed and that was totally off the charts regarding the the typical, you know, uh, trajectory of asteroids in space. And its shape, its size, and everything was questionable. And they made the determination that it was extraterrestrial. It wasn't an asteroid after all.
1: If you think something is extraterrestrial, the word terrestrial that Terrace, the Terra, is from Earth. I mean extraterrestrial literally means from another Earth. But this is it's just not something that gets talked about. It's not something that people acknowledge. I don't know if it's because of fear. I don't know if it's because the majority of people and I'm sorry that I have to say this, but the majority of people do not have the desire to face reality
0: it's science fiction i feel like has ruined the credibility oh. to the belief of no nah, i did, extraterrestrial I, I, I life
1: i disagree that it's science fiction and because i agree people, that people, when,
0: when you think it's of this when people when the ordinary person thinks of aliens <sighs> they think of mars attacks they think of star wars they think of ah, any type of ah, that, that that fictional ah, movie ah. to associate with with that realm or category so they don't, take it, I think, I think they they don't take it serious they don't take it serious because of that
2: that's why i think that when they show up they're not going to be like lizard type people but they're
0: going to be people.
2: they're going to be uh they're not they're going to be more humanoid
1: oh 100% i are they going to want you? Be bipedal, when I, say of that, I don't
2: believe in little green men they're great Does that make
0: sense are they going to want you though like
1: sex such- all right. Abuse, so anyway, abused him, abusive, sexually. sexually. All right. So my video for the nights is um, it's not a one-hit wonder, but it is '90s alternative rock. It is Savage Gardens. Uh, what's the fucking name of the song? I want you. I want you. And the only reason that I loved this song when I was a kid is because it said, "I'm drinking cherry cola." Dude, this song always came on cola.
0: at the fucking pool. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <All right. laughs> Oh my god, this is disgusting. Why would you add that?
0: So we're drinking a white Russian with vodka added to it. God, for some
1: reason decided, I'm going to just add dairy to my liquor. I wanted to save that white
0: Russian for tomorrow to celebrate 33 years on this earth. So those of you you
1: that don't know, James turns 33 tomorrow. Not tomorrow, uh, but
0: on the 21st, but I'm going to celebrate it tomorrow.
1: What the fuck kind of answer is that? Yep. Who who was birthday eight days early? James motherfucking Fairchild. So That's I'm right.
0: Because I will be kidless tomorrow, and I will be able to I, relax. I knew that was why. But Good
1: reason why. Yep. But yeah, uh, so I mean, this is it. This is to me. This was a song that everybody. It's like the Bare Naked Ladies One Week, where everyone tried to sing, but they only sang the one part of his rambling. Yes, yeah, that was bad. actually. I got you a your cola. Wait, here it is.
2: It's, Raincoat. You know what's funny about this? Every time we do this, Jared always picks the worst goddamn <laughs> I know, songs.
1: I know. <laughs> They're so terrible. No, but that's the whole point of this. The point of this is to find the the shitty fucking songs with the shitty music videos. This fucking video remember. is terrible. You found it.
0: What is up with this guy's hair? He has a, what Does he have dreads? I don't know what it is. Or is that just like unwashed Wait. hair that's just twisted?
2: You know who would like this? The, like, Aaron, like a Drew Barrymore. Yeah, probably Aaron too. Like his sentimental side will get in touch with it.
0: This is like fucking Blues Traveler.
2: No, not even. Not no. even. No. This is like. This is
0: on that same wavelength. This link. is
2: like what you'd see
0: in a bar
2: <laughs> on the TV. Yeah. This is what this is yeah. what
0: you would see in a in a bar in in Lebanon
2: because they're out of touch with. Speaking while of they're which, listening to Bomb speaking City. Speaking of room which, thought. we want to give yo, a huge yo, shout out to so, our Lebanese so, followers. So here's the thing. This is something you see on a bar on a TV in downtown New York, like some dive bar kind of in 1998 or I would say 95 or or, like downtown Pakistan 2021
1: (laughs) 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 or some weird fucked up Andy Dick fantasy.
2: Like what's up with this TV?
0: There's like a huge screen.
1: what was the 90s.
0: With electricity going through it. Okay, now I trash think... Trash blowing everywhere. Honestly,
2: I think we should just go MST3K with this whole thing and just the rest of the podcast and just kind of make fun of like 90s videos.
1: Maybe okay, so what is... what is? I realized something on the drive over here. I um, I when I, When I kind of like space out and everything, what I hear in my mind is 80s, 70s, 80s classic rock. Like when I kind of You never You ever lose yourself In a moment And you just kind of Drift off Yeah like, like Mine creates a new reality Mine is always like Fucking Like Eminem Mine, mine like, yeah, is like, always No mine's always like no, Crazy no, Train Or like Ozzy Osbourne Mine or is Les Pink Zeppelin. Floyd Yeah Dark like Side of a, the Moon It's weird fucking shit That entire album Yes God Dark Side of the Moon Is a great one. Oh yeah I Apple. wish you were there <laughs> It
2: was good too no. rough. I put
1: too much vodka. Yeah. In there. It, oh, no. You put too much white Russian in here. This is, no, you know, this is awkward. one thing. First of all, we're drinking this out of rum chata glasses. That's another way of easily throwing up rum chata. Rum chata is good. All right, James. So I want you to go ahead and I want you to I, find you know, us the second to best video of the night. Because as always, as Joseph said, I do my best to ensure that mine's <laughs> I'm going, the worst.
0: Okay. Let me explain. Oh, you. No, I'm, I'm going
2: to get it worse here in a bit. Mine isn't
0: oh, I worse. I, I wanted to play one that, that I really love well, I bet first. you did, you
1: jackass. <laughs> Ooh, but this was
0: oh, my favorite song in elementary school, and I put this on like one of those questionnaires on Get to Know You like at the beginning what? of the school year. <laughs> Not this song. Oh, playing. I was like, what is no, this? No. Space? <laughs> I don't even know what's on there. What's it is on a huge
2: bitch. This was bitch. another uh, one-air
0: no. wonder. wonder. But this song has always been one of my favorites since I was like – in 4th grade when that happened i got in trouble for putting it on that questionnaire oh, it's going to be to, to know mouth, you isn't it? no, no it's no. it's not it's it's a it's a good one and here it is
1: All right, i'm going to close my eyes and pretend that it matters oh down nice down marcy playground so
0: this is uh, timeless this song is fucking timeless Yeah,
2: i always like the uh, tarantula in this his head yeah. is like stuck on the floor
1: yeah there she was
2: like this goes super fly. What do you smell? So, what did it? you put on that? Uh, Smex, and, Smex and Mandy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Smex and Mandy. Um, what Mandy, did, you, what you, did you put on that questionnaire? What was put, the question? It was
0: your. What is your favorite song? It was like Get to Know You. And, and I put candy? Sex and Candy.
2: And, but you didn't know what sex was. Kinda, no, I bet you did. Kind of, sort of.
0: I just love the song. Yeah. And yeah. I love the music you, video as well.
2: Yeah, I loved yeah. this song growing up.
0: I love music yeah, videos from the '90s because they, they don't have like, a rhyme or reason and, and they're very the they're, yeah. they're very artistic.
1: And I'll say this is another song that I don't give a fuck what people say. This is another song on that now one album. Oh no, It like, was one of the best albums. Period.
2: Every song tonight has been a one-hit wonder except Jared's. But yeah, <laughs> definitely this was like their their they, they perform they they're still together. They go to like bars and stuff from what I've read up until, like, 2012 when I read about them. Uh, but, uh... <laughs> to
0: yeah. me, they're a one-hit wonder. And, it is and a this one song. hit yeah. it, When you think of the 90s, you think of Marcy's playground.
2: I
1: don't understand how...
2: It's kind of a shame that they're a one-hit wonder. Sorry, Jared.
1: No, 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 you're good. I was I was agreeing with you. I don't understand how they are a one-hit wonder and someone like Macy Gray is not. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. How the she fuck, fuck does, does Spider-Man? that Man? Yeah, she was a Spider-Man! That bitch got on Spider-Man! These four fuckers! And it's a... Like, it got a on a song. now album, back in so '90s.
2: Like, like this is definitely like I I can't even explain how this represents the '90s. That shirt, that that yellow and black striped shirt, the hair, the teal. Teal is fucking everywhere in the '90s. Um, it's just very. This is like the entry level song for a uh, uh,
0: a hipster now. That wants to yeah. get into, like, the 90s and, and alternative culture back then. Yeah. This is, like, the first song that they, like, fall in love with.
2: You know, I, I could see, like, Jack White being at a very young age and watching this and be like, fuck yeah. Because <laughs> does he not look like Jack
0: White? It's such a fucking chill song, dude. Like, yeah. Oh, I love it.
1: Have yeah. y'all ever listened to the Mars Volta? And it's so
2: simple, too. Anytime yes. I hear that, what's the, um, I just think of the movie Get Him to the Greek. <laughs> because uh, Seth uh, yeah. Not Seth Rogen but, uh, Must what, be my dream The other
1: guy Jonah Hill
2: Jonah Hill Like he, he has to He wants to go listen to Mars Volta And his wife doesn't like it Because it's just noise <laughs> Jared just <laughs> listens to noise But we're three down <laughs> Three more
1: yeah, yeah, three okay. more. All right, so what's next? Uh, or we can just keep going. I don't Joseph know. is going to Wait, oh, I surprise to us next... with a special well,
2: one. Well, no, I have to give a. Well, before I said we just go.
1: Why are um, you still looking at the Charlie's Angels? thing? Because <laughs> it, <was> <laughs> it was just pulled up still. <laughs> um, are you
0: pledging yourself to that classic
2: Lucy Lucy Liu?
0: Lucy Liu
1: is absolutely gorgeous in that movie. Um,
2: this song is a little bit better. Than, and uh, the one I played, but it's also a one-hit wonder. Um, James, look up the way by Fastball.
1: Oh, dude. Okay, so about this song, I quote the beginning of this song when I try to pretend that I'm being deep about something. I'll go up to him and be like, you know, sometimes I feel (laughs) like I'm I'm drunk behind the wheel. (laughs) But it's, you know, it's the wheel of possibility. It's just wherever it may roll. You just have to, you have to, you dude. Know, to that kind of spin. fucking works. It works. You have to give it a spin and see if you can somehow factor in. Because I've always known that there's more than one way. I'll just let you listen. <laughs> yeah, I. That's so yeah, funny. Fucking great. Movie, that kind of song. Nineteen ninety-eight. Here we go. It does.
2: Uh, but the cool, cool uh, fact behind the song—you guys know what, what, how it was written. I don't. So
1: the,
2: so the lead singer.
1: Oh, this isn't the song I thought it was.
2: Okay, yeah, I was gonna say I don't know what you're saying, but that's (laughs) not the song. But this song was written by the lead singer. He saw a uh, a, like missing persons deal in a newspaper, and if you listen to the lyrics, they got in their car and they just drove away because it, it was basically like he read he read the missing persons article and just came up with a song about where they went. So listen. This is like how they decided to go about their day But yeah this is a very one hit wonder But it's I like this song more than uh, One Head Light Because the the chorus is so catchy
0: I've never seen the video to this one Interesting Are they all gonna fuck each other?
2: Oh yeah
1: And then now comes the pop
0: Oh, an airstream.
1: Oh, and gypsies. Hey, the that, gypsies come out of the airstream. A a of <laughs> damn,
0: they're hot.
2: Not really. Damn, James. Yeah, they are.
0: Low expectations, you, gay? Man.
1: <laughs>
2: you, gay. you are. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but either way, man. Hey, good looking people in I, this video. I learned
2: about what this song was about at a young age, and I always thought that was a cool concept for a song. It was just old people that they vanished and nobody knew what happened, but this was the story behind it. I thought that was kinda cool. Oh,
1: that's disgusting. The, re- the drink you made, sorry. Can we yeah, do
0: that I, when we're old? Can we just vanish and like I want to create I want to do that a now. new life?
2: I wanna do it now.
0: When we're <laughs> old and decrepit, we'll just like if me and Brian vanish. And, all, me and, all three like, of us.
2: Like obviously I'm not gonna leave Ellie at her age, but like like once Peyton's like eighteen and Ellie's like, I don't know. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> that's still early, bro. That's still, still real <laughs> young, there, uh, man. Uh, yeah, we'll just still leave her here. Young. We'll be like, ah, we're going to the store for cigarettes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dad never came back. Cigarettes and coffee.
2: And, but no, like I would just love that. I would, I, I, I love my kids. But I'm completely 100 percent serious. Like I just, I would just, love to. Me and Brianna get in a car and never come back. Like change our names. Carlos,
0: okay. spicy winner, go ahead.
1: Carlos, spicy winner. You gonna can ask travel you, he, call your name. the
0: United States in a van with a recorder Down like this and river. fucking just podcast the rest of your life. Oh, do it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, why not? So, why guys, I just woke up. Just uh, do drugs. Pole. Do
2: drugs the whole time. Well, well, uh, yeah. DMT? I don't have to go to work or do anything responsible. Anything you want to do. Oh, Except I- heroin. I- I- stay away from that. I'm not going to do anything like heroin or crack or meth. Everything else I'm open to probably.
1: Which one? Uh, out of my head. Okay. Oh, it's going to be shitty, isn't it? <laughs> no, so this is, this is what I was singing. This is what I was singing or or, or uh What is it? What is it called when you uh, open open word mic, open spoken word, spoken word, whatever the fuck that's called where you go and you talk? The vi- you, the
2: Vikings called yeah, it flight. Yeah,
1: yeah, where you say and then you show up, but it's different how you approach the words that you're saying it's cold outside in the fog anyway have you guys heard
2: about this joe biden guy it's crazy no, never heard of him never heard of her
0: never
1: heard of. he doesn't even he hasn't even he's heard never, of never heard of himself sounds, <laughs> sounds you know i did i did hear it. i did watch his speech the other day um his first one and that was hilarious all right
0: all right fastball that was another pool hit. did, did lewis ck do
2: anything
1: wrong no Okay, oh, yeah. we've talked about this a little bit. Know, he so asked for
0: permission to just yeah. jerk And that's us. the thing, and that's what we decided. As, so, so long, as, a, as
1: long as dude said, hey, I'm going to pull my dick out and jack off, so, and he might not want to be around that, leave.
2: I'm always going to love Louie, right? But uh, I watched a movie recently, and it was called The King of Staten Island with mm. Pete Davidson. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually a pretty decent movie. Um, and it's kind of like halfway based on a true story, because Pete Davidson's dad did die. In a fire, he was there, president nine eleven, and then died at a fire later. Uh, Steve Buscemi, uh, everybody knows the story of like how yeah. he went back on nine eleven to help out. He's in that movie. He actually worked with Pete Davidson's dad uh, at the firehouse he was at. Um, it, I it, did
1: it, not know that Pete Davidson's dad was at nine yeah. eleven, but then, but then perished later at a separate fire. Yes. Um, okay.
2: Yeah, his his dad. Uh, was an FDNY firefighter. Uh the movie The King of Staten Island is halfway based cuz like P Davidson grew up on Staten Island. It stars Pete Davidson and Bill Burr, which I love Bill Burr. I love Bill Burr. And uh it's actually not a bad movie. So it got me interested to watch. And I would watched like th- he did a Stan bit recently on uh SNL where they covered uh Stan by Eminem, uh, but it was like this kid writing a letter to Santa wa- wanting a PS5. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, fan,
1: our, our Lebanese Lebanese fans will know that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Do you like Pete Davidson? So that's what I'm getting at. It made me want to, uh, I, I never did. But when I watched that movie, like me and Brianna wanted to watch it. And I'm like, I don't like Pete Davidson. And then we started watching the movie. I'm like, I kind of dig this movie. I kind of dig Pete Davidson as an actor. And then I was like, I'm going to watch a stand-up on Netflix. And so I started it. And the way he opens it, and I may actually play this on the podcast here in a minute, just because it's not long, and it'll get the point across better than I can tell a story. Uh, but it's his perspective of Louis C.K. trying to get him fired from SNL. And I'll leave that, and we'll play that here in a second.
1: Yeah, because I want to know where the fuck this goes now.
2: It's really good, and it makes me go, like, you know what? I love Louis, which, that's a great show. But uh, I'm like, hearing somebody else's perspective on it is kind of like, and it's kind of funny because he was there, right? Yeah, and it, but yeah, I, 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 it gave me respect for him. He's not a bad comedian.
0: No. So,
2: so is he uh, pro Louis or is he against? He's kind of against him, and that's that's what I'm getting at. Like, I'm always going to support Louis. I'm not going to side on Pete Davidson, uh, but but he did give me respect for Pete Davidson, and I I think he's probably the most talented member of SNL currently.
0: Yeah.
1: Is he still on SNL? Yes. Is SNL still a thing? Yes. I haven't watched it's since hard 1977. For, it's, I'm getting it's hard so old watch. now.
0: It's, it's hard for me to give anything new a chance. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That,
2: and that's why I think that's kind of been my reserve on him as a whole because he had that – well, he got real popular because he was fucking Ariana Grande, which shout out to him. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, man. Um, Bravo, yeah, sir. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. What's your what's your song, J. Rod? So
1: this one is fastballs out of my head. This is what I thought you were originally doing, and so I what I was quoting in the beginning. What I sometimes do is an open word. It comes from this.
2: Yeah, you do that thing where you always try to smell sound smarter than you. Actually exactly. Are. Yeah. This is a great song too. Yeah. Like, so here's the thing, right? We both agree we've heard we er, James. You've heard this song, right? Yes or
1: no? He's thinking.
0: Fastball,
1: same same group, same did same the
0: band, same group. I got to get into the song a little bit more to tell you if I've heard it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah. the chorus reminds me yeah, it was on yeah. my out of my head when I out, yeah, yeah. out of my
2: mind. I so my so my thing is this one though. Since we both know everybody here knows two of their songs, is that technically a one hit wonder? I still say yes.
1: Okay, so yeah, because the band it's still part of the same album, and it, it was was it? I think so. Probably. If it's if not, then fuck. They had two one hit wonders on two separate. Albums well, okay. Do you and consider still could not capitalize on that? They're if like they if
0: these guys are a one hit wonder, do you consider the Toadies a one hit wonder? Because they they have no, 100% no. They no. have two hits, and and hits. hits I and I agree with Joseph. Define hits, I would though, not define like, them, the, as have, them as hits. I define them as okay.
2: Okay, so hits. So here's the thing, there's a difference between hits and singles, right? Yes. Yes. Toadies have a ton of singles. Yes. Yeah. So to be a single, it has to get decent airplay. I
0: feel like both of those are hits. I disagree with hits. I feel like Tyler and Possum Kingdom are hits. They were yes, they yes. were in rotation yeah, enough no, no, to be considered hits. No, a no a hit. I I agree with you. Especially in the 90s. I'm just
2: saying I think they have more the Toadies have more popular songs. I wouldn't they consi- do. I would not consider them a one-hit wonder. Hit. I wouldn't either. But no, yeah, but I, that, but I had to
0: I had are to ask a question we grew up in uh, Texas because Rubber from Texas. Neck is one of the best albums of, of that caliber of band in their category. One of the
2: first CDs I actually ever bought with my own money. Like I'm I love that album. A, I'm gonna from, go buy a CD. from
0: beginning to finish, like Backslider,
2: I feel like is it just as good as Tyler and Possum the, Kingdom. the first y'all want y'all wanna know what the first two CDs I ever bought were? Oh yeah. Like with, like where I didn't have to ask my parents or a, a relative yeah. because I was young. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like the first I remember going into the Hastings and buying two CDs the one when it used to be on by where Ruby Tequila's was, yeah. The Georgia. other side of Georgia, not where Crunch is, yeah. The old one, I worked at that one, the two story one. Uh-huh. Uh, the first two albums I ever bought were uh, Toadie's uh, Rubberneck and Green Day's Nimrod. Oh, two man. of my two of my first, I, um, my I bought
1: Kid Rock's whatever Cowboy and Baw with the Baw was on. Uh, <laughs> bang to you're, you're, uh, you're really, you're really dump painting dump a picture here, Jared. Yeah, yeah. Small, <laughs> small town yeah, man. Small town. You know what? That's um, that's
2: true. Hey, well, I, l- I liked Kid Rock back yeah, then, but no, I wasn't was, a huge was, fan. Kid I, Rock. I, I, I associated Kid Rock with people that liked wrestling.
1: Yeah. Oh, fucking NWO for life. Well, now, yeah, <laughs> I, I not No, but it, it was it was uh, it was it was Kid Rock and it was Americana, Offspring's Americana. Oh, mm. dude, Americana's. So a
2: great he gets he gets every shitty song he's ever. Came up with the kid, kid rock thing, you get redemption points because yeah. of the offspring's probably Welcome like to the America, third best punk Please rock band of all time.
1: They're, they're, they're definitely, the them and Green Day are the
0: two bands who bridged punk rock into the mainstream. Definitely. See, now,
2: yeah, I, I think Offspring always was a little bit more like, I think I always big pictured Offspring being more punk and alternative. Like the two bands that come to mind that like bridged punk to mainstream would be Green Day and Blink.
0: No, I would just to disagree because Green Day and the Offspring have have been around since the late eighties and and no, in the, I in the, I know in the that. early to mid nineties they they their music
2: became popularized in mainstream, but
1: I don't know the Ramones are pretty fucking popular. The, the
2: reason I call them alternative is they usually always played like Offspring on Rock one hundred eight, right? And Rock 18 historically has always been alternative rock.
1: They also play Finger Eleven.
2: But do you see what I'm getting at? Like I, I just feel like the bridge now Blink182 was always kind of more pop punk, but I'm talking about like Dude Ranch, Sheshire Cat, those were before people knew what they were. I just feel like the like when Green Day and Blink were at their highest, their best albums, like Enam of the State and uh Dookie, that was that was punk people like that, but it was also getting mainstream play. Yeah. Americana. Um, uh, I would say
0: Dookie and Smash for the two albums. And I was gonna say
2: Smash really didn't get much like popular play though. It did with with the hits with the hits self-esteem. Did. With I know you want to hit that or no, that wasn't Smash. But got to get
0: away. I mean those those songs stuck and they they were popular. Like you had you had punks listening to Green Day and the Offspring, and you also had jocks listening to punks punk uh punk records like dookie and smash and then you had uh insomniac after dookie which was more of their you know traditional punk side yeah and over time the offspring got more poppy and and became more but they still
2: i will say this offspring even but they still stayed more towards their source like green day became more they became
0: really mainstream and they became really with american idiot they they appealed which is a great album and I really I, you gotta give them props. I mean, I'm not a big fan of their new stuff, but you gotta give them props for hey, the way they ch- that they've they evolved and they've kept a young audience intrigued and, <laughs> and, and interested in they the music. Chased their paper, they man. chased
1: their paper, guys. They were doing <laughs> After two
0: thousand four, I really didn't listen paper. to much Green Day to at me, all.
2: To me, the best, and these aren't my favorites by any means. I mean, they are my favorites, but these aren't the ones I picked. But the most influential punk rock bands of all time, in my opinion, uh, would go No Effects, Bad Religion, Offspring. I think
1: those are the most influential. Do we have to choose three.
2: No effects, bad religion, offspring. Those are my three that I'd pick as the most influential because it kind of covers every like bad religion kind of like covered like the early 80s to to 93, 94. No effects from like that that middle ground and offspring did the whole thing.
0: Well, I there's so many to choose from. It's hard for me to choose, but I would say that the the two first albums that I bought
2: Green as a kid,
0: there. they were not CDs. They were cassettes that I would listen to all the time in my Walkman uh, cassette tape player, and it it was a uh, Metallica, Ride the Lightning. I had that one. I had Master of Puppets. I had, um, I had Re- I even had Reload, Great. which isn't popular amongst most metallica fans but i liked it back then and then kiss i was a huge kiss fan as a kid i loved their music it was not it was not metal it was more just hard rock yeah and i grew up on the oldies i loved i loved pink floyd i loved aussie back then i loved um metallica kiss and then i started as i got older i started to get into punk
1: did you ever get into like Motley Crue, Guns N' Roses? Or I never really did get into that? the hair metal I
2: hey, Mo- Motley Crue. The hair metal. Normal. Motley Crue was probably in like Skid Row. Yeah. I, li- I liked, yeah. I liked 18 in life. That was a good song. And you
0: mentioned Stevie Nicks, Fleetwood Mac yeah. today. I mean, I love Fleetwood Mac.
1: Did
2: I mention them today? Did I don't you? know. Joan Jett's another good
1: one, though. You said Stevie Nicks was one of the
0: greatest songwriters.
2: She was like that was on my no, that was on my, uh, no, was that that was on my Snapchat and yeah, I, was, yeah. I said Sticks is one of the best bands of all time. <gasps> oh, okay. okay. I, I but I agree with you, Stevie Dicks is great.
1: Renegade is one of the top oh, ten Renegade. songs ever. That's
2: what I was saying. Like, so my Snapchat, what James is referring to, which I don't have a problem with him, it's kinda, confusing it with Stevie Dicks, but Sticks... Sorry, I didn't read it. Uh, <laughs> 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 Sorry, to I didn't give a shit. About it. It. So uh, rise of the X, uh, but yeah, no. I said, I said if I you don't think Sticks is one of the best bands of all time, you can't be my friend. I agree. Like Sticks is amazing. Like I'm sailing away. You know who, who
0: who the who is the most underrated band of all time? Oh, this and, is, and I'm gonna say this it now. Heavily, heavily subjective.
1: Okay, no, this
0: is objective. Is Rush?
2: I never no. liked them. I never liked them. But I get it. I get it. It's Living fucking Rush. <laughs> baby, like, like, yeah, Rush is a is fucking t- amazing. T- Rush, t- Rush t- is t- great. T- um, uh, I don't know if
1: they're the most underrated band ever. They what, are to be
2: One of uh, He may or may not listen to this I don't know uh, One of the most underrated drummers That I know It's his favorite band of all time Shout out to Roger McGallion uh, Drummer for the cassettes uh, One of the best local bands in Amarillo Which we hope COVID ends So we can go see the cassettes play again I'm gonna see them
0: anyway Fuck COVID I'm done with that bullshit
2: <laughs> But yeah uh, I hope they get to play again But yeah uh, Roger's a huge Rush fan I know that I just You know The sound Tom Sawyer, uh, Limelight. I mean, those 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 two they're songs. Great, they're alone. great songs. I, I, I don't know, not for me. But I love the movie. I love you, man. And they go see Rush, and that's a pretty great movie. I just think they're a great <laughs> band,
0: especially for their <laughs> time. I love you, man. And they Paul don't get Rudd. talked. They don't get talked about enough.
1: Paul Rudd is the most underrated, undervalued person in Hollywood. And He's of course, we can all agree
0: writer. we love Queen.
1: Oh, oh Queen! Fuck yeah, Queen. Which me, still fuck you, by the way, when we talked about if I had to Super pick Bowl underrated- halftime shows and Joseph's like, oh, Queen, everyone's like, what did, fuck what did Aaron you? say? That's Lauren Hill or says-
2: something? <laughs> <laughs> he said he said Lauren Hill, Metallica, like <laughs> Outcast or some shit. It didn't make any sense. What is
1: that? That was me. Sorry. Oh, uh,
2: but the uh, <laughs> I think um, another underrated band, which they're not underrated; they're a great band. But man, I can get down on some eagles yeah like goddamn yeah. don henley
1: oh seven seven the eagles Rose, bridges or seven bridges road the
2: eagles boston yeah, they
0: remind but, me of like a oh, dad great. with some boston. fucking new balances and <laughs> jean shorts and but a fucking tucked but in boston
2: shirt. is great too yeah, boston man. has some songs they're that are good can just take sing take to. i was driving home from work and i was just jamming out to take it easy and i was just like damn like and then and then i started thinking about uh you know uh, one of these nights, uh, uh and then Hotel California, mm-hmm. and then I was. They've the, got and, and then and then songs, then man. when they split, and Joe Walsh, you know, he had he had a great self career, and then Don Henley's in a New York minute, like just that group in general, like the the music they produce.
0: I'm trying to damn. I'm trying to push myself to get into the Beatles. And I'm. They, trying. They have you
1: not already gotten into the Beatles? I'm trying because I, I, I just so
0: I never me, d- have given I've them always, a chance. And
2: me and James have kind of always agreed on this. To me, they're the most overrated band of all time. No man, they're a heavily overrated. They're revolutionary just, in what they
0: they, nah, they accomplish.
1: Fuck, fuck all. Fuck all that. Just singing the songs and listening to the songs, and it's just it's to me to me from listening music, to the Beatles is hard. From a for me.
2: music perspective, in my opinion.
1: I'm not a music person like and, and music like major, like, so like I
2: wouldn't know. well no nobody Suck is dick. nobody is but I'm just saying like from like Been a, there. from from all all instruments accounted for the monkeys the, <laughs> the animals and the animals are great Fuck um, yeah. but I think the rolling stones are better than the beatles personally like and they were they they were those two bands I mean, like they were those two rivals, any band right? that that
0: was right not around I, when I was growing up I'm gonna have to go back and I'm gonna have to discover and listen to and take time to do my research and, and, and analyze. And, and I've done that. And I'm telling and I've you. done that with a lot of bands, but the, with the Beatles, I have not done that yet with I mean I've The Beatles have learned their about their history, but their songs in general. I'm gonna get into them and I'm gonna Musical try to it, give them a chance. The
2: Rolling Stones are better. Yeah. And they did the harder drugs. I mean the Who. I love the Who. The Who are great. Uh, no, Leonard Skinner, man, Leonard the I best. The Leonard best Skinner. Leonard Skinner song, to my opinion, it, and it's just because you know we talked about Happy Gilmore last week, but Tuesday's gone. Oh dude. God, I, I love I Tuesday. Still think That's If gone. I was
1: left with one band, you can only listen to one band the rest of your life, it would be Zeppelin.
2: Oh yeah, oh the Immigrant. I That's just my can't. Favorite Zeppelin
1: yeah, song. yeah. Uh, Levy Breaks. It's a good song too. Black Sabbath. I love just because I like too. a lot of instrument oh, God, I love yeah. a lot of instrument. I don't know though. Fucking Jimi Hendrix.
2: Jimi Hendrix.
0: Fucking yep.
1: Foxy Lady. And when Mary cries Dude I love 50s wind, music too This this isn't <laughs> I love this the isn't 50s. the same
2: genre but his music was popular during those bands time Bob Marley man Oh yeah, yeah. Bob yeah. Marley
0: influential icon changed music especially in, in the reggae world
2: Like the one thing that I, the song that I associate my daughter with is is a Bob Marley song so I I I, I love Buffalo
0: it. Soldiers good one don't so associate my daughter with Buffalo Soldier. <laughs> uh, I'm just me, saying that's the one that the popped in my mind.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna play this real quick because uh, I want listen, to uh, listen. Give our There's opinions. There's so many to choose from. On Pete Davidson stand up here. I do want to hear you this. Know, fuck this. his butthole eyes.
0: This. I don't like him. No, he's really. Fuck he's his really weird.
1: butthole eyes. <laughs> but. You ever have those thoughts where you're like, you're trying to think, you think a thousand thoughts in like one second or a dozen thoughts in one second. When you said, fuck his butthole," I was like, where the day. hell is James going with this? And then you said,
3: ah. And he's so a I wannabe like, oh. fucking
0: funny guy that doesn't fit into SNL. Get the fuck out of here. Let's hear
3: him. So Louis C.K. tried to get me fired from SNL my first year, and this is that story. So it's like 2014 or 15, uh, and it's the finale of SNL, and I, I was so shocked and happy that I didn't get fired, and this is a feeling that I get to relive every week. I just, it's, it's really awesome. I can't, I still can't believe it, it's very funny. Um, so I was just celebrating, you know, Louis C.K. was hosting, and at the time, Louis C.K. was like a very well-respected comedian. At, like, the time. at the time, like, yeah. At the time, he was someone that you would look up to and want approval of at the time. At the time, it was someone you wanted to be nice to you. Um, Anyway, so he was hosting, and I I was just thrilled. I'd rather drink uh, that. I smoked a joint uh, in my dressing room, and as I was leaving, it'll get you drunk. um, Louis C.K. was like holding court and talking to like a bunch of the cast and writers and like cool people, and like they were like clearly very into a conversation. So I was just like, I don't want any part of that. Like, you know, I'm high, I don't want to, like, ruin it for anybody or, like, I don't want that guy to know I exist, you know? So I just put my hoodie on and I closed it really tight and I walked all the way around to the other side of the elevator so I could not, you know, be in the way at all. And uh, so I pressed the button. And I'm just waiting there. And then all of a sudden, Louis C.K. stops his conversation. He looks up and points at me and goes, Look how fucking high Pete is, that fucking idiot. Just getting fucking high at work, you stupid fuck. You're going to smoke your career away, idiot. Holy shit. And I was like, so this, high. Apparently, like,
2: this that like, didn't happen. Kenan Thompson <laughs> <confirmed> this.
1: <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> that might be one of the funniest things I've ever fucking heard in my life. i got to play smoke that again. Smoke
3: your career away, idiot. And I was like so high. I was like that didn't happen. <laughs> like, oh, no. no. no.
2: Nah. it just the the story it's like is a me issue for sure. <laughs> <It's a me laughs> it just gives perspective of somebody yeah, like probably. my I hold Louis CK up here, right? So like, I like I I hold him so high. Yeah. And just I'm still I'm still kind of like the scale if it was to tip it's 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 kind of here with Pete Davidson. But it's just interesting hearing a story from the perspective of someone a that's not one of those women, right? But it, it, it kind of ties in all that allegedly. Shit. Well, yeah. and I will say this: no, I, no, this happened that he did jack off
1: in front yeah. of people, but it, he did ask permission. And I and I will say this: this is something that James <laughs> and I, James and I have allegedly. a lot of experience with right now, and that is somebody else's opinion of us being so warped than what we actually are <laughs> due to due to a Big Brother experience. Yeah, Big
2: Brother is always watching. Big
3: Brother is always watching. <laughs> comes full day, circle. And Indeed. I a phone call from Lauren Michael's office. Uh, this was alarming because I Lauren Michael's a year, is the head of NBC. And I have yet to hear from his office until today. So I was like, oh shit, you know. So I answered the phone and they're like, "Hey, Louis just left Lauren's office. He went in there to talk about you and now Lauren wants to you, to talk to you now." And I was like, "Oh fuck. All right. <laughs> You know, cause I was like, now I'm getting fired. You know, like this is what I thought. So I was just trying to like hype myself up. It's like, I was just like, you know, uh, fuck them. They're the ones who look stupid anyway. They hired and fired you. They're, they're wrong twice, you know, <laughs> fucking. Yeah. I was like, you could just creep into the back of and Out nobody even fucking notice. Who gives a shit, right? Um, so I was walking uh, into his office, just trying to, you know, feel better and whatever. And I opened the door and Lauren's sitting there, right? And he uh, looks really confused. Uh, as do I, because, you know, it's just, like, how I look, you know? (laughs) I look like, you know, you just asked me to, like, divide. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) Anyway, so he looks very confused, and he's like, sit down, so I do, Uh, and he goes, uh, so, uh, um, Louis uh, came in and told me that uh, you smoke weed, (laughs) Uh, and I was like, uh, yes.
2: Uh, Remember, John rumor. Belushi used to be on SNL.
1: I was about to say, Lauren Michaels has been around SNL with Chevy Chase. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So hit play. He, he, he'll get there. He'll yeah, get there. Yeah. Like, who the you'll fuck are you talking there. about, man? All right. Yeah. you <laughs> you'll get there, eh?
3: Ring true. Uh, I and I was like, uh, yes. Uh, the rumors that you have heard ring true. And then I saw with his eyes, he kind of looked deflated, like he didn't know what to say, you know? Like, because with his eyes, he's like, I'm sorry we're having this conversation, but, like, Louie told on you, and he told me to talk to you, and, like, you know, personally, I don't think this is a big deal, because people used to do coke here, and I kind of think you're a pussy, actually, so... I'm really sorry we're having this conversation. You know, and I read that with his eyes, and with my eyes, I said, no doubt, homie. So, you know, it was just, like, awkward for another second, and it was quiet. And then he goes, uh, yeah, so I guess, uh, you know, what you could do is, I guess, you know, because he, he said you smoke a lot of weed, so maybe you could just like watch uh, the amount of weed that you smoke. And I was like, all right, I'll watch. <laughs> and I was like, I'll never leave it out of my sight. I was like, no problem, man <laughs> of my word. And I was like, uh, he goes, yeah, he goes, I'm, 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 again, I'm sorry to have this conversation with you, But Louie brought it to my attention and said, you you know, you're smoking uh, your career away and you smoked so much weed in the office the other day that it actually made him uncomfortable. And I was like, oh shit, like really? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, uh, so like, am I fired? And he was like, no. And I was like, why? And he was like, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Which again, is a conversation we have yearly on a yearly basis. (laughs) Is this the... I don't know, not yet. I don't know. We'll figure figure it out. I don't know. And that fucking killed me, you know? Like, I had to leave that office, like, with that, you know? Just, like, Louis C.K. doesn't like you, you know? One of the best comedians arguably ever, you know? And especially at the time, like... (laughs) Wanna, oh, God. It just, just killed me, you know? Because if, like, why am I even doing stand-up if this, if this guy doesn't like me? You know, that's what somebody's approval you want. And I was like, this guy fucking doesn't like me because I smoke weed? That's, that sucks, you know? And I had to, like, sit with that for, like, five years, you know? <laughs> and then one glorious morning... <laughs> <laughs> I woke up, and I read... Louis C.K. jerks off in front of women. <laughs> and I went, yes. <laughs> I'm so, I'm, you know what I mean. Like I, I didn't want it to happen, but if it was going to happen to anybody, I'm glad it was him. You know, does that make sense? <laughs> okay.
1: Okay, so I will say, this kind of makes me think. If I guarantee there are people in my past that when they, they have nothing nice to say about me. And it's not the type of person that I am oh, now. Oh,
2: but if something bad happened to them.
1: But if something bad happened to them, or just or just regardless, I guarantee that there are people in my past that when you, if you were to ask them like, hey, what do you think about Jared Scott? They'd be like, Oh, fuck that guy. That guy did this <laughs> and, that, and that. I've, I've had and that. people
2: like yeah. say bad things about me happen and then they get like scrotum cancer. And I'm like, I don't wish that on you, but yeah. Well, maybe you should be nice to people. Yeah. You
0: know, curses exist.
1: <laughs> yeah, here, here, here I think curses exist about as much as I think uh, that Johnny Frank that,
2: Garrett killed somebody.
1: You know, I kind of agree with
2: you on that. It's debatable. They're it's, not going to get that far into it, and I don't care. I've had enough to drink. Argumentative.
1: Um, but yeah, I you know it it, it is it is interesting to hear that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like. I do I do like some of Pete Davidson. I think man it's a lot done of done yet. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize it wasn't done. <laughs> Oh my gosh! It's just a lot of his, a lot of his humor is also just kind of like him bashing on himself, and that's just kind of hard to watch and be entertained by.
0: Uh, most comedians play that fucking role. Yeah, it's but there's it's, it's, it's a
1: different energy. His
3: his energy is his, not. His, the same kinda energy as somebody iconic. Let me just tell you, you know how mean? crazy it is. to yeah, jerk which is, do you hate well, Jim Gaffigan? Um, yeah, no. just you know, be in the room with me. It's all yeah. right. Is it okay? Um. So just, you know, jerking off alone is fucking weird. You ever, like, jerk off and it's taking a long time and you can't even make yourself come And you're like, you're a fucking loser. You can't even even do yourself. Been there. Who makes you think anybody else would want to do it? You know? You ever catch that old tale? You catch yourself in the mirror? That's happened to me, actually, because I'm stupid. Not at Never Again, because now I jerk off in the pitch black. Yeah, I do phone, face down, you know, because you could get a text and it could reflect off the mirror and then (laughs) you'd catch yourself in the corner jerking off. Mom text at the top. You ever try to jerk off after getting a mom text? It's it's damn near impossible. I didn't say impossible, but it is damn near for sure. It was one of the harder things I've had to do. (laughs) But no, it just, it bummed me out, like, hearing all this shit, because, like, I just felt bad for all those women that he jerked off in front of. It's just really sad, you know, because it really affected them. And, like, if they only knew that, like, you know, when Louis, like, whipped out his dick and started jerking it, if they just, like, lit up a blunt, <laughs> he would have been like, oh, fuck, is that weed? Holy shit, you fucking animals. I'm telling. You <laughs> I'm telling. Shit, oh, fuck. <laughs> You're going to smoke away your career.
2: So. It, it, it's just interesting hearing that perspective. You know what I mean, James? Yeah. Like hearing hearing that story, that side of it. I, I'm still kind of like watching watch the movie Staten Island. And then hearing I've watched this whole stand up and the bar has been slightly tilted. It's just because I I did hold Louie that high. And but at the same time it's like really and I a hundred percent believe him. Like that like Keenan Thompson confirmed the story and which that's weird thinking about Kenan Thompson being on SNL. He used know, to be on is... All that. Yeah, my that's... kids were watching Good Burger the other day. So. <laughs> that's how old we are. Yeah. now. but um, I don't. It, it. What I'm what the point of this was to get to the point that it's like okay, we we all heard that we were big fans of Louis C.K. Um, but it's like really, you had a problem with that, but you were jerking off in front of bitches. For and, years? and that's the
0: thing with these comedians and people of famous stature in general there's they, something
2: that's gonna come out something's gonna come, come out. out and bat,
0: bite you in the ass and if you're gonna cast judgment on other people you better have a slate that is damn near clean yeah. and be humble as fuck about and, yourself and
2: that's that's kind of why that the reason the whole reason i wanted to play that whole thing jared god damn it Play the last fucking 20 seconds of this. Do you go jerk off?
1: No, I just wanted to take a long piss. Oh, okay. So uh, but hey, we look at the time. Because I got something I want to say real quick. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on,
3: on.
2: How's that rolling rock?
3: <gasps> look at the time. The rolling rock's disgusting. <clears throat> hey
2: James, turn turn it back up real quick. Let, let him hear this. I just want to see and that he just off
3: in front of. It's just really So hang on. But no, it just it bummed me out. Like hearing all this shit, because like, I just felt bad for all those women that he jerked off in front of. It's just really sad, you know, because it really affected them. And like, if they only knew that like, you know, when Louie like whipped out his dick and started jerking it, if they just like lit up a blunt, he would have been like, oh fuck, is that weed? Holy shit, you fucking animals. I'm telling you pieces of shit. Oh fuck, you're gonna smoke away your career.
0: And Louis getting in trouble really opened the gateway
2: to have that bit and to... Oh, 100%. Contemplate that. That's how he opens his Netflix special? You know, it gave him a career. Not gave Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson had a career for years before that. I bet Louis C.K. is just fucking fucking pissed. oh sitting on his couch like, like, God God damn damn it. it. Because... So, what we were getting at is... Keaton Thompson confirmed that's a true story. That actually happened. And so, what we were getting at is... The point of me playing this was... you know. We all look up to Louis C.K. We think he's one of the greatest comedians of all time. We don't really think he did anything wrong because it is fucking creepy.
0: Oh, yeah. Don't We've already said it's creepy. Everybody has a fetish, right?
2: But, but, oh. but but you know, here's the thing. He had a problem with Pete Davidson smoking weed. And it's like what James was saying is like it's going to – everybody has that one thing that, you know, you don't judge people because it's going to catch up to you eventually. And that's what happened with Louis. And, and so it just came full fucking circle.
1: I just don't understand how someone in the status of Louis C.K. and growing up in comedy, growing up in that culture, is really going to bash some somebody or take sorry i have to i have the hiccups that's Bash fine. somebody or take it to their boss and complain and say hey by the way this guy was high at work well what well, the, need- the sad thing the, the, the crazy
2: him. thing about this story was right like that's not even lewis's boss he was accepted to be a guest and yeah. so anytime you host like okay you're the most important person on the show at that moment right but you also don't work there daily lewis ck he? has never been on that's snl I was, gonna ask.
1: was he a cast member at no any he's
2: never been on so snl why
1: the- Fuck! Should you open your mouth, Louis? To, to to the to the
2: to the, the executive the, producer, uh, executive creator. producer of, of NBC, Lauren Michaels, who who got Seinfeld on the air, who got Friends on the air. Like this dude has been at NBC for fucking years. After Brandon Tarktoff died of cancer, he took over.
1: What in the name drop? That's like dropping Aaron Spelling's name.
2: I'm super. I'm a big Seinfeld fan, and I just know who like produced the show. Oh, that's awesome. Like, the guy... Lauren has been there for years, and for him to, like, complain on a cast member of a show that's there, like, that's bullshit for he one. He was out of line. It, and, but that's It wasn't thing. his place. Okay, but what else was he out of line on? That's what I like. That's yeah, why right. I think... Uh, that's why, honestly, I'm not crazy about Pete Davidson, but the fact that he had the balls, A, to just, like, hey, this is how the fuck I'm gonna drop my fucking Netflix special. And if you watch The King of Staten Island you really kind of like, man, this dude, like, that's the thing. He may not be, like, the funniest guy, but the guy's got nuts. Like, he's got cojones. Like, he the way he just goes on is like, hey, this is my first Netflix special, and I'm just going to bash one of the greatest comics of all time because this is actually something that happened to me, and it's been confirmed as true. To me, like, I it's, it's almost like a – it gives, like, a 90s rap, like – uh, Authenticity to it. Yeah, like it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, right. like like a, like a, uh, a vibe of a, East Coast West Coast kind of thing. Like, hey, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna come out and just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my thing. And that's how he opens it.
0: Right. And Before- Louis, Louis being exposed and and been accused of all of those awful things really opened the door for him to use that to his advantage. No, no, that, no. That yeah, story. It, it,
2: it did give it. Not necessarily career. But like an op before his theme song to his Netflix special even plays, that's the entire. You're fine, uh, but that's that's that that that's what I'm saying. Like I just wanted you guys to listen to that and be like, because I was the same way. Like I hated on Pete Davidson, just kind of kind of the way he was. But the more I watch He's him, got nuts. The mo- I I kind of respect him for it.
1: Well, and I understand where you come from when you say that you. Hey.
2: <laughs> And fuck Ariana I, I, Grande. <laughs>
0: oh, and it's I get so I
1: get why you I get why you can lose some respect because that's a bullshit move. You yeah, know, like one, and it's and one it's, thing like to, it's and, one thing hang on, it's one thing to go to like a set director a set director or a production assistant or or someone that's like directing that initial show, but to go to the creator essentially of SNL and say, Hey, hey, dude's getting high on set, well, he's too high, and he's smoking his career rate. with the arrogance that belongs to that, like
2: fuck that and guy. And not the- even that, like he didn't leave well enough alone because he even says in the special, it didn't start there. He was talking to the cast members after the show he went and smoked weed and was leaving to his car or to get a cab because it's downtown Manhattan at Radio City Music yeah. Hall where they film it but he was walking out and sees Louis CK talking to members of SNL and then just calls him out there and fr- and that's that to me that's more fucked up than going to your boss because yeah. you're calling him yeah. out in front of his peers
0: has there been a rebuttal from Louis C.K. Dude, dude that guy this.
2: that guy has not done anything. He did one stand-up special, but he didn't touch he's done one stand-up special and it was on Netflix and then it got pulled. He
1: touched his dick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, no, 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 this has been since then. Oh, well, he he went, it he, he did a stand-up special. He kind of addressed that whole thing like for 25 seconds, and then went on. And, and no, it wasn't a Netflix special. It was, it was a, 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 it was a special that I think was released on Spotify or something. There was something you could go listen to. It. It was audio only. Um, but ever, ever since that, he has not. He no, he hasn't responded to this at all. He knows he fucked up, and obviously that even gives Pete Davidson more volition to the story because he basically called him out. And I, I don't know. I kind of commend people for that because yeah. it's like, it's like, look, dude. you, you the, the 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 wording that Pete Davidson used in that special where he's like this you're you're a f-. he's like oh i don't want to make him uncomfortable and i'm like hold up motherfucker me smoking weed made you uncomfortable but you just whipped your dick out in front of in front of Tig Nataro and and all these other female comedians she's a famous female comedian didn't know that and and that was the first woman he jer- jerked off onto uh, j- onto <laughs> not, not, not onto well, why the fuck me. did they sit there and and well, apparently Tig left the room, but there was other women in the room that stayed. That were kind of like these, you know, like okay. But so I can also, I, I, it's downtown at the at the Laugh Factory, the comedy club in downtown LA. There's a lot of people in the room, right? Well, Tig was in the room when it started, and she left, and there was people there. The people there, quote unquote, were not famous people. were not They were just people like, oh my god, I was with these people that have been on TV. You know what I mean? Well, like he uh, under the influence at all? hundred. I, I, I guarantee you, oh, yeah. There's no way to tell, but I bet you if you tested his piss at the time. You know, he who, had to have been, who, right? Here's the thing. Like, Granted, knowing Louis C.K.'s comedy, him doing that act in front of people, it kind of fits the character. Yeah. But who in their right mo- mind would just pull their dick out in a group full of women? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird. It's strange and it's unnatural.
0: Like I don't understand.
2: With that being said, I don't. I'm not a fan of cancel culture, and that was the point of this. Like I, I I'm not a fan of cancel culture. I, d- I don't like how Lewis C.K. basically can't even fucking do anything anymore because I do think he is, in my opinion, the best comics of all time. In my opinion, on my five fingers would be, uh, Robin, Robin Williams, Richard Pryor, uh, uh, the. Uh, the the old white guy that died Gene Carlin Alder. Carlin no yeah, yeah George, George Carlin uh, yeah Robin Williams uh, Richard Pryor George Carlin Dave Chappelle and probably Louis C K those are the five best comics in my uh, and yeah, I really
0: I really like Louis C K too I, I like him as an actor he's done some decent acting in, yeah in no some stuff The but, Art
2: of Lying it, the the invention of Lying with uh, Ricky Gervais and uh, Jennifer Garner and he's he's the third in that it's a good movie. And he's 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 not, and I love Louie It's a great show. I mm-hmm. wish he could come back, but it is nice to hear this side of the story because it, it the thing is is like I've always been like everybody knows I've told on this podcast like Kobe Bryant's my favorite athlete, right? I've heard and Jerry Seinfeld, I respect the shit out of him, but I've heard they're both dicks. You know what I mean? Just because Kobe died doesn't mean he treated people like shit, allegedly. And in hearing uh, the stories that Pete Davidson tells, it's good to hear those perspectives because it's like, hey, I was involved with something personally that could have got me like that could have gotten him fired. Like Louis C.K. when he did that stand-up special for SNL, he was a big enough name going to Lorne Michaels, and that happening, like that could have cost Pete Davidson a career, and that's fucked up.
0: I mean the arrogance and the audacity of him to even Be conduct offended. himself that way and feel like he can get away with especially it especially the time is frame crazy. because
2: that happened between the the years of two, 2014 to 2019 right where like weed is not taboo anymore at mm-hmm. all like it's up there with alcohol yeah, basically why,
0: why why speak up on an issue that's not really an issue
2: anymore so that's that all I'm saying is for him to open his Netflix special, like just, I've never heard a Netflix special opening ever. Like I've never, or not Netflix. I've never heard a comic special opening with a one comic, like just basically dissing another comic to open their special. Yeah. I've never heard that before. And I thought that was interesting. It was a cool because angle I, because I know you're, you're a fan of stand up comedy. Mm. We both are, uh, like to me, I respect it, and to me, that that was very, very, very interesting. That he was just like, "Hey, that's an interesting point." It's it's, yeah. it's almost like a diss record kind of thing. Yeah, and I, I respect. How it. was the rest
0: of the special after that? Was it pretty good?
2: Very hit or miss. He so here's the thing about Pete Davidson. I found out he 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 has a lot of anxiety, social anxiety, and you could kind of tell the way his voice kind of cracks when he's on SNL. He kills. Uh, the king of Staten Island kills. But I think the live, like when he can see the audience, so SNL... Because it's they, not scripted. Well, well, not even that, but like on SNL, they, they dim the light so much that you can't tell. But when you perform stand-up in front of... If there's a decent amount of people, you're still going to... Even though they dim and the light on you is so bright... You're still going to be able to make out some of the crowd. Yeah, and and he's always he said he stu- struggles with anxiety and depression, and that's ma- that's another reason that I kind of like him is that's something that I've been battling within the last year and a half, and and to just see I can I can tell when his voice is cracking, I'm like he's nervous as fuck.
0: Yeah, most comics do suffer from anxiety and depression. It's it's such a dark uh, craft that you that you're a part of, and, and you what's that what's that you mean? subject yourself what's- to. Stuff that, that is that is humorous but in other people's eyes is like terrible. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, no 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 no. Like uh like I love I love that uh meme that's circulated recently, like this is depression. And it's a picture of uh Robin Williams, Robin Williams yeah. uh Chester Bennington, uh Anthony Bourdain, um Belushi. Belushi, um Farley and uh uh Chris I love Cor- Farley Chris too, Cor- Chris Cornell all smiling. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh so anyway,
1: but yeah, I, I so gave respect. If you're listening to P. this Davison. right now and if you're in some kind of situation where you feel depressed, um, maybe you're in a relationship where you feel like you, um, you know, you're just not appreciated. It's it's really important that you reach out to your friends and family that have established that have been established in your life and you, and you do your best to get help. Regardless of your mental health issue, it's really important, especially now in COVID. And in, the, in, in, in the, the world that we're living in now, you know, it's important to remember your friends and family who have been a part of your life for a long time. And if you find yourself in a position where you need help, seek that help, regardless of of whatever scenario it may be. Maybe you you are in a relationship. <clears throat> um, Maybe, you know, you're uh, it's a new job. Maybe it's a new venture or, addiction. It's something, or an addiction. You know, it's it's it is very important that you seek out that help
0: yeah definitely a hundred Friend, friends can be there when friends. family just can't understand so yeah
1: and you know and and a lot of the time the people that you had you know that that were close to you in the past um you know they're still they still have feelings for you and they still care for you and they still love you and they and, want what's best for you
2: and you know what like people that are in like any type of like relationship to where it can be abusive. Yeah. Either physically or verbally. Yeah. Or even emotionally. Abusive. Emotionally, there's a way out. You don't have to deal with that. Definitely. You don't have to stay in inside the inside of those things. You can find your way out, and uh, just gotta have the courage to step out and
0: and see the future for for what it could be, and eliminate the the detrimental things that are going on to bring you down.
1: And remember your self worth. Like you, you know, you, regardless of who you are, you, you, you matter to yourself. It's important. You have children that matter to you a lot of the times. And sometimes, you know, the, the hardest decision to make is the one that's the best one for you. And so, good stuff, you guys. Know, yeah. It's just a, 100%, 100%. It's, just, it's just a great way to wrap up this podcast with everything that we've talked about and with a lot of inspiration from Pete Davidson, a guy that is very open about his mental health. Um, yeah. you know, it's, it's important that you take care of yourself. So, friend, wait, wait, wait. Um, Another farts
0: coming. Damn it, Be James, ready.
1: You're not supposed to. You're too far away.
2: Oh damn it! I didn't. They're not it. That juicy was probably
1: enough. The so best you, one. That was probably the really? best one. I'm constipated. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, so and so, you know, um, emodium. Uh, that, uh, that's a good one. Um, Douche nation. Douche <laughs> nation.
2: You don't want to trust me. You don't want to take emodium when not you're am- constipated. I have, I have no Prune idea juice. what emodium is. amodium st- If I were to take amodium tonight, yeah. I'd have to go get my bowels surgically removed oh, okay. from my body suppository
1: they have suppositories yeah, that make you, you pull up your butt or yeah. coffee X-Lax, and cocaine coffee and cocaine i heard also uh or a monster energy will and fuck like you lemon. up hot water and lemon can sometimes the lot of like the pectin the amount of pectin that can go true. into your system very, is another thing that can but again true. uh we just want to real quick focus back in if you're a friend. <laughs> And you're in a relationship. Douche nation. Relationship. Always remember that Big Brother is
2: watching you. I This has been Bomb City Locker Room Talk. James, whatever the fuck number this is, I am Joseph King.
1: I am Jared Scott here with you always, except for when I'm not.
2: And I am James. Thank
0: you guys for listening, and catch us next week for episode 46. See ya.